is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. It's a 1001 <laughs> at 560 WQM. I've been whistling you. that all morning. I beg your pardon? I said, you've been whistling that all morning. Uh, well, it's got, uh, that's kind of a catchy tune, you know? Well, I'm right at the ass end of this whole um, flu, allergy, cold, whatever this thing. I'm right at the ass end of it. Speaking of ass, we got the beast in there today. Speaking of big ass. <laughs> what? Well, isn't that what you're best known for? Uh, so that's your claim to fame. Yeah. Is being a, a U.M. ass. How are they doing, by the way? They uh, won that game yesterday, or they, what did they, they play? They won that game. They're on to Omaha. Oh, they're on to Omaha to the College World Series. Let's go out to, uh, I'll go out there. You want to come? To Mr. C's. Oh, yeah, it's good to forget about the ball games, but I just want to eat those great meals. Casios. And, Casios uh, and Mr. C's. Yep. Man. One thing about Omaha, man, it's a very underrated town. Everybody thinks, oh, that's the Bible Belt. They're all a bunch of Bible. You forget about that. That's, that's a pretty good place, although they did uh, close down the racetrack, that XR band. But they have gambling in Iowa, so we're good. Do they really? Yeah, there's tons of casinos right across the border. I, just, I don't want to bore the audience with crap, although we should be talking about heavily, uh, heavy intensive. But uh, that dollar wheel of fortune, man, quit playing it. You don't play dollars anyway. That, that's the biggest sucker bet in the whole place. I do, and I feel confident. You do what? Play dollars? Yeah. It's a sucker bet. i, I got to wean myself off of that. Actually, Saturday, I was so desperate, I started wandering around at Woodbine, you know, trying to s- different things. I found something called Sparkling Sevens. You ever hear that? Is that better than Blazing Sevens? No, no, it's got nothing to do with that. That's similar. And uh, we hit 500 bucks on it. Didn't even have any idea what that was all about, to be honest with you. It's a losing proposition, man. They just want our money, let's face it. Hey, we got a big Shack Day today because, according to Daniel LeBastard in the Herald, this is the biggest day in heat history. Aren't you excited about that? Yeah. I could care less. In fact, wait till we get to our poll. You think the Sun Sentinel poll was negatory yesterday? Of course, that's our crowd, you know. That, that's what they would be saying around the building. Well, that's Neil's audience there, uh, the anti-sports crowd. Yeah, right. That must be the Sun Sentinel audience, too, huh? Don't forget to join us this afternoon from 2 to 4 with that. <laughs> and then 10 to 2 tonight with Eddie Kay at QM's White Hot Heat headquarters, located to catch the day in Miami. Now, the only problem with that being that with Eddie Kay, I can understand Geldy's part of it. But let's say that he'd get blown out again tonight, which would be, of course, a disaster. Right. They wouldn't exactly be white hot 
if Eddie K is there and they're like getting blown out by 18 or 25 or something like that, and, you, know, you know what I'm saying? No, they wouldn't. But then you can drink a lot of those extra um, uh, tequilas, whatever those things are. I'm not, I'm not going into that. <laughs> what? I'm not going into that. I'm not going to get. This is what they do all the time. They've been playing this game for ever since I've been there, and probably long before that. They continue trying to get us to do these commercials for play. And this is part of the QM sales approach. Oh, if you give us a bunch of money, we'll give you seventy-five thousand mentions on the air. Uh, all that crap, you know. It's just—it's the biggest fraud I have ever been involved in. I don't, I'm not participating, okay? If you want to put fraudulent stuff on here, you go right ahead, because that's what we specialize in: fraud. In fact, the whole place has become a fraud. At any rate, your president, speaking of frauds, he's in Iraq right now, a surprise visit. Not that it's a publicity stunt, you understand. The president, perhaps I should say, here at what is now the temporary U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. White House officials told Oh, yeah, very, ex very exciting. He's meeting newly named Prime Minister Nuri al-Maliki to discuss the next steps in the troubled three-year-old war. A dramatic move, it says here in the uh, AP article, a dramatic move by Bush traveling to violence-rattled Baghdad less than a week after the death of Abu Musab al-Zarqawi. You know, they got the picture of Zarqawi again in this thing here, okay. this article. Now, I want you to keep in mind, they keep showing the, uh, the remains there that were bulldozed kind of like off into one corner there. But they said that it left a crater after they dropped the two 500-pound bombs. And keep in mind, the building was concrete and steel, this house. Mm -hmm. They dropped two 500-pound bombs... And there was nothing but rubble, you know, and there was like a few pieces of towel and stuff left behind. And yet when you looked at him and the fact that he lived for like almost an hour after they somehow magically got him out of there, uh, he didn't look all that bad. Although I still, uh, I still point out to you that uh, circling his head is a big puddle of blood, so it probably got squished, you know? Yeah, but he lived for 52 minutes. Good for him, man. Uh-huh. That's what they said. And they said he actually like made a little bit of a move, uh, and not a big move, maybe about a quarter of an inch. On the stretcher. Or maybe they just tried to drop him. I mean, if they dropped a two 500-pound bombs on your house, do you think that there'd be any enough remnants of you left behind that they would even recognize who it was? Probably not. Well, I, I just, I don't want to be skeptical or anything like that. Landing at Baghdad Airport, Bush transferred to a helicopter for the six-minute ride on the heavily fortified green zone. White House officials said the helicopter ride posed the greatest risk for the president. But he's, he's just fine. They showed him on there on uh, the talking heads, shaking hands with this Maliki guy. I wonder where they found that stooge. And meanwhile, Bush was greeted by another day of violence in Iraq. What a surprise. Dozens of people were killed or wounded today in explosions in the northern oil city of Kirkuk, and eight bodies were found in western Baghdad. It was Bush's second trip to Baghdad in less than three years. You all recall he visited the troops Thanksgiving 2003, which uh, that trip was also kept a secret. Remember that when he took him that rubber uh, uh, turkey? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> was he, pretty wasn't he special. dressed up there in the, uh, in the fatigues and everything? Yes, that's oh, correct. Yeah. Well, that was because he was probably fresh from, uh, you know, mission accomplished. I'm getting bush fatigue myself when you come right down to it. I'm sure that the world is. Here's the poll from yesterday speaking of people that we're really tired of. Oh, more bad news today. Carl Rove won't be charged. Uh, George sent me the Bush's Brain movie, which I hadn't seen yet, so I watched it last night. And with my luck, the first thing I see, the first story I see this morning when I get up, Carl Rove won't be charged. Now, you talk about evildoers. Isn't it surprising to you that in uh, high school he was a class nerd? No. That's surprising, not. I mean, just look at him. It's just something. He reminds me of Robert Grieper. <laughs> you're you're every, not too every, far off. Though. Yeah. No, I, I say the two of them are the two peas in a pod. They don't come no creepier than those two. Anyway, the woman I despise most, that was our poll yesterday, 1,430 votes. Ann Coulter, there's nobody even close to that bitch. And who'd want to be? Man Coulter, she had 721 votes, over 50% of the total vote, 50.4%. Condor Leeser, 177. Hillary, 130. That's not a good sign. Hillary. Oprah, 88. My ex-wife, 66. I hate this poll, 57. 
Nancy Grace, 41, friend. Barbara Bush had 31. Rosie O'Donnell, 26. <laughs> Joyce, 26. Tied with Rosie. Ever see the two of them together? Actually, I, you know, I can't stand Rosie, but compared to Joyce, I love that Rosie. I might even go on that fag cruise with her to the Bahamas. Star Jones, 19. My mother-in-law, 18. Rita Cosby, 14. We apologize for putting Crosby on there, but I did. That was my bad. Oh, and you see the big move now at MSNBC? Dan Abrams, who's got an ego bigger than the whole universe. He's the man, new man in charge. Does that mean people are going to start watching now? No. You know, yesterday, because I, you know, channel surf late in the afternoon to see what the hell is going on, and they had some broad on there doing his show, which is the only reason I kept watching, because I can't stand him. He's an idiot who thinks he knows everything. And she was shouting. And I realized what was going on. I thought maybe they eliminated his show because they're constantly shuffling the shows on there. And she was shouting, and today in Baghdad. And I thought, what is wrong with you, honey? And then she goes into this report. And here's MSNBC's Eddie Adam, Eddie Magnus. And I know that's Edie Magnus. And she called her Eddie Magnus. But she was, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. But then they came back at the very ass end with this breathless announcement that Dan Abrams is going to be the new head man, the head honcho. He's not going to be on the air no more, thank God. He's going to be in charge of MSNBC. He's going to straighten out that ship. Rita Cosby, 14. Phyllis Shoefly, 13. And Barbara Wawa, when we left the show, she had, uh, at 2 o'clock, she had three votes, and that's all she got. Hmm. That's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I thought she'd do a little better than that one. I thought she'd do a lot better than that. She's nauseating. And she has a speech defect. But I guess America likes people with speech defects. Uh, look at uh, Brokaw. He did the news there for about, about 80 years with a bad speech defect. Couldn't speak a lick. Now, today's poll, this is getting right down on it, okay? I don't want to pee on your parade. And, of course, the beast is all whipped up about... Uh... Yeah. Now, you going to Omaha? I am going to Omaha, yeah. I knew it. Now, you've been there before, though. Yes, I wouldn't miss that trip. <clears throat> a lot of drugs out there, I'll tell you that. Really? I remember telling Ron Fraser, I said, we may not be the best team in Omaha. This is not the. This is not one of the years they won. This is back probably around 80. I said, I'll guarantee you we're the only team out here with two drug dealers. He wasn't too happy about that. I mean, he didn't, like, get upset with me, but he got upset with the equipment manager. I forget what his name was, some punk. Some another, um, like Mike Rosenthal, another twerp. I wasn't supposed to know that there were guys smoking weed. I mean, what's the big deal with, you know, stuff like that? At least they weren't doing no roids that we know of. Hey, if you can hit the bow. That's right. Hit the ball, hit it far. Run fast. Oh, there's your president now. Oh, that, that was back from the uh, turkey day, that, that footage. I think I'm going to have to do a Joyce here in a second. How much do you care about the Miami Heat? That's our poll question today. 902 votes. I think we got a shot at 1,000 today, Josh. <clears throat> yeah, it's in the bag, man. No sweat. 902. It's, we're in the bag. We got the bag, man. I don't give a Schmidt. 344. 38.1%. Uh, actually, this result is not that different from the one in the Sun Sentinel poll yesterday, which inspired me to do this. Just to prove a point. Not, not that anybody will pay any attention to me. Which, that by the way, I was, a little, I was a little shocked at that. At what? I didn't think that. Uh, I, I, I thought actually more people did care about it. They don't. What did I tell you yesterday? Do I need to tell you the same thing again today? The NBA, I mean, I can't compare it with the NHL. I mean, most people, if you stopped them on a street corner right now in South Florida, they wouldn't know who you forget, forget the score from last night's game. They wouldn't even know who the hell was playing. Who's playing? <laughs> oh. Man, nothing could be finer than to lose to Carolina. Edmonton, it was a terrible game. Edmonton stunk to join out. Now they're, gonna, now they're going down. They're down three games to one, and they're going down. So, you know, there's no comparison there. But, but I, I would say next to that, uh, no, I, I take that back. You know what's next to that? What? The World Cup, which they keep trying to jam down everybody's throat. Yeah, nobody in America, on nobody in America cares about the freaking World Cup, okay? Maybe like 15 people, okay, who have no life. They're, they're, nobody gives a crap about the uh, World Cup. Nobody likes soccer. It's boring. It's the most popular sport in the world. And he 
the second I'm talking about in America. <laughs> the 2006 World Cup Finals. We got, uh, who's this again? Korea and Togo. The question is, did he prevent a clear goal-scoring chance for number seven? Oh, yeah, I think it's a penalty shot. Anyway, 914 votes. Will you can that crap? Nine fourteen. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna turn this into uh, the the worst team <clears throat> with those awful carts and drop-ins, uh, you're gonna be out of there real fast. Okay. I'm just telling you right now. We can we can handle it. Just me and Josh. We can handle it just fine. Nine hundred fourteen votes. And that next thing he'll be putting Robert Greeper in there. And at that point, I go back to bed. I don't give a schmidt about the heat. Thirty-eight point two percent. I'll watch some and read the result, 279, 30.5%. Big fan will watch every playoff game, 172, 18.8%. So if you add those two together, the second one and that one, you got 48%, which leaves the other 52%. I'll read about the scores, but won't watch 100, 10.9. Now, that, those people you wouldn't say are very interested. They're not even going to watch the game, right? Yeah, I mean, They'll the final. I mean, even I'll look at the score. The finals. Huh? It's the finals, you know. Don't care. If you don't watch it, you don't care. That's correct. And I hate this poll. Only 13, 1.4%. So they like to the poll. They just don't really care that much about the heat, except for that 19%. Just one of the, And, of course, keep in mind of those 19%, how many of those are front-running phonies? About 19%. <laughs> oh, I mean, and, and you even saw the icy sleeve spot. Before I did. The I saw it this morning. Man, we're, we're all whipped up about, I'm going to have me a whole bunch of them tequila drinks right now. About 1045, I'll be on the flow. If you have a business, you need to get customers away from the competition, then here's the perfect business partner for you, Pubset Printing and Design. Pubset can design and print everything you need in your arsenal. Just look at the display booth they made about me at the bottom of our website, right at the bottom of the page where it belongs. Or see even more of their phenomenal work at PubsetSF.com. Pubset can print everything from your business cards to banners, posters, to their specialty trade show booths and displays. Pubset Design and Printing, the very best for over 14 years, and they can handle it all in-house. Call 954-772-7275. How about those hurricanes, man? I'm talking the Carolina hurricanes. 954-772-7275. Better yet, see for yourself on their website, PubSetSF.com. Look your best and get those new customers. It's your business and it's PubSet's business to make you look great. Call 954-772-7275 or go to their website, PubSetSF.com. And don't forget to look for my gross, disgusting picture on their building on Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Choose the very best PubSet printing and design. Call 954-772-7275. <laughs> This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Anybody have a heart or a liver? No. Now you are older, you still have your hair and your arched eyebrow. I heard you are splitting up with Heather, your wife. It's another day in the life. Last year your age was 63. Time to add one more. Let's have a party for Paul McCartney. Now he's 64. Oi! Two. 
once were big news. John and George are gone. George had cancer, John got shot, they didn't survive. Good old Ringo, he's still alive. Once you were busted, holding some weed in Japan on tour. Your wife doesn't need you, the lawyers will plead you, and you're 64. Twenty after ten at five sixty WQAM. Now let's take a look at that schedule. We got Geldy at the catch of the day at two this afternoon. More of that. Every single day the rest of the week you got to put up with that. Mad Dog at four, and then you got the Marlin game. Marlins hosting the Braves. Any interest in that? No. You're the Humper talking about the uh, stadium plans, man. They got the stadium plans out there. Any interest in that? No. Anybody want to pony up a few bucks for the stadium? Huh? No. No. Come on. And then we got Eddie K at catch of the day, and then the rewind uh, right after the game. Heat Rewind. Well, what is that? You know, the recap of the game. And how come Hank had the schedule there with that big round table, that panel we got at 5.30 on the Mad Dog Show? I don't have any such information. We had, like, uh, we had to have a committee to find out who the hell the uh, Hurricanes were playing at the uh, baseball last night. Well, that's because you didn't believe me. Didn't believe you with what? When I told you they were playing Old Miss. Uh, well, what the hell do you know? What was the final score last night? 14 to 9. No, I wasn't asking you. I was asking him. I don't watch the game. A, you I watched what? the seven nothing game before that. Oh, the day before. Well, Ole Miss must be pretty bad then, huh? I, I don't really know. I haven't really followed any of it, and I could care less. Uh, in fact, if I had to choose between um, World Cup, the Heat, and Hurricane Baseball this year, I, I, I think I'd probably blow my brains out. Is what I would do. So what is that Heat rewind after the game? I it's mean, a, do it's, we... a, it's a post game show. Yeah. How do you have a post game show when we don't carry the game? I don't understand that. How do we? How do we have a post game show? We don't have the game. First of all, the game is on television. Anybody who's not going to the game and is interested is going to be watching on television, aren't they? Right. So right after the game, they're going to want to call up Eddie Kay and talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the Chris Moron show after the Panther games. Remember that ill-fated thing that they uh, finally stopped doing very uh, Was it shortly? like Cat Recap or something? Whatever the hell it was. And they had the, the same three callers every single after every game. They'd be on the way home and calling in from the car. There was one broad and two uh, New Yorky kind of guys, and, and that was it. It's kind of like uh, Richie from Boarshead in that crowd. But nevertheless, I'm glad it's keeping some people off the streets. We want to take a lot of calls today because yesterday, believe it or not, we had a sensational. I might just put most of this cra crap away. Although I do like this one story. Advertising magazine asked Ann Coulter to kill herself. I like that story. That sounds like a good one. And how about your boy Ben Roethlisberger, man? You know, just the other day I was reading that story about how Lyndon Johnson once said that Gerald Ford played too much football without a helmet. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, was true because Ford may have been the dumbest man ever to walk in the White House, much less be president, but just even to walk in there. And now Ben Roethlisberger, and speaking of dumb people, they were showing this morning, Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw was on there, and they were, it was an old clip of him warning him, don't do it, don't do it, uh, you could, uh, you know, we're in the, and of course, they changed the law in Pennsylvania, so he wasn't breaking the law, thank, thanks God. Just breaking his head. Just breaking his head and his nose and uh, whatever. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is in serious but stable condition following a uh, morning motorcycle accident yesterday. Seven hours of surgery yesterday. So far, we've been encouraged by the early reports from the medical team at Mercy Hospital. Steelers President Art Rooney said, I'm sure Ben knows that we're praying for his complete recovery. And we're pretty pissed off about it, too, is what he was thinking. I mean, like, dumb. Huh? Millions and millions of dollars on the line there. And this schmuck is, uh, you know, he's got to show everybody how macho he is. Isn't that really what it's all about? I guess. 
567, let's get these phones smoking, baby. 567-0560. Oh, you wait till like, the lake catches up in about a half an hour. We can only and hope Pond 560, the Verizon and Singular what? I said we can only hope they're as good as yesterday. Didn't you think yesterday was kind of like special? I thought it was extraordinary. It was something. We may not be able to duplicate that again today. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Good morning, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, Neil, I am a freak on those maps. You were looking at the maps yesterday, and I've got the ultimate one you've got to check out. Yeah. Go to uh, NOAA, you know, Google NOAA. Yeah. And let me get on there with you real quick. And is you get on the ARC? Yeah, absolutely. And from that homepage, are you there? Oh, I'm not. You want me to do it right now? Okay. Well, all right. Well, go to the NOAA homepage, and then on the right, it's got. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. It. All right, cool. I'm then you go to the right where it it's says. Not, it's uh, not going anywhere. Okay, where it says people locator. Oh, oh so, look at that. There's yeah, Rob Marciano naked again on Panama City Beach. All right. Now, go, go to the far right side, NOAA satellite images. Yeah. A lot of pop up. Okay. <laughs> You're going to love this. And then on the middle right image loop, go down to water vapor. And while you're doing that, it's so funny that Josh was saying, because I can't believe when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm sitting there humming and singing these damn bits, man. It drives me out of my mind. Well, what, what the hell is that? That's the water. thing. Yeah, that's awesome. And when it's all red and blowing up, you don't believe what it looks like. So mark oh, that but as it's a still, bookmark. That is bizarre, man. That's a great one. Save that Look. as a bookmark. You'll love that when the hurricanes are coming and everything. It's unbelievable. Looks like we're caught in a maelstrom there. In the meantime, there isn't any hurricane, and it's, uh, you know, just never developed beyond that. And they got everybody all whipped up. And uh, Josh tells me it didn't even rain there yesterday. No, not at all. It's going to rain like hell today, though. I said that yesterday. I'm putting it off till today. Hey, achy breaky fart was great, too. I like that. Okay, good luck to you, Pally. Achy <laughs> breaky fart. <laughs> oh. Maybe it would change the name of that, you think? In honor of KJ. Don't break. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's not it. That's a different one. Well, this better not have no fart sounds in it, or the beast is going to get his fat ass fired. Oh, that's right. He can't get fired. He sleeps with Clarence. I forgot. I don't think this has any fire. Ah, what, what was that? I was uh, a raspberry. Oh. No, that was just uh, the beast. Uh, his chair squeaked a little bit. Is that what it was? The beast just cut uh, some bad cheese, man. The whole building is going to be evacuated by noon. Yeah, I, I just knew. Let's get Greeper in here, okay? And just make fun of him for four hours. No, don't Can let we, him anywhere. Please? Don't let him anywhere near there. Do not let that man anywhere. And if you don't have naked pictures of Clarence doing uh, somebody, duff. 27 past 10 at 560 WQM. Hey, it's Father's Day on Sunday. And we all know what dads like to do on their big day. And when they're done doing that, <clears throat> when they have no more energy left, then they like to eat. So it's time to call the Melting Pot. Make your reservation for Father's Day this Sunday. The Melting Pot is a fondue restaurant. In addition to their famous cheese and chocolates, they serve up some serious meats and fish. For hungry dads just like yours. Hearty entrees from center cut filet mignon to blackened shrimp, teriyaki sirloin, pork, lobster, and lots more. The Melting Pot serves serious food for serious appetites. Nobody ever leaves the Melting Pot hungry. You'll waddle out of there just like the beast waddles every day with a big smile on your face. They have an award-winning wine list to boot. And don't forget the Melting Pot's famous desserts guaranteed to put a big smile on Dad's puss. So make that call today. Invite Dad to dip into something really different at the Melting Pot restaurant near you. For all you know, maybe Dad loves dipping into something different. It's a full four-course gift for Dad from you, and don't forget to tell Neil sent you by. There's a melting pot in Kendall, Cooper City, uh, Coral Springs, North Miami Beach, Boca, and prestigious Fort Lauderdale. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Neil Rogers on Sports Radio, WQAM. 
560 WQAM Thoughtlessly presents The Geldy Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, Geldy. Once again in Moe's old time slot. All part of the commitment of this station's management to entertain you, me, public. Joining me tonight in the studio is Mr. Dish. Oh, you look divine today, honey. Thank you. Thank you, friend. With those denim capris and studded mules, you really are a dish. Is that how you chose your name? Well, originally I was going to call myself Trish Above. <laughs> I went with dish. Ooh. Well, I'm wearing a black halter top with a pink two-tier mini and black thigh high. <laughs> you look like a whore. <laughs> More like a sport hole queen, you think, huh? Mm, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. definitely. I mean, uh, let's face it. The whole sports intensive radio thing is very, uh, queer. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. Certainly. How wrong can this be with Joey Hesitant playing for the Dolphins? I just don't know how she can throw a pass wearing a boa. Well, there's, there's no more Jewish quarterbacks and they couldn't get Kitty Carlisle. Of the Carlisle group? Yeah, that's it. With uh, Frank Carlucci and uh, Tom Poston. Oh. Now, run your hand up and down my leg as I dream of shit. Okay. Oh, 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 I, I was right when I said we we're not going to duplicate yesterday. Take a look at that phone, man. Are these lines working, actually? Oh, yeah, they're working. You can never be too sure. I think, uh, huh? I think we're in uh, coma mode today. Five, or just in the commode. 5670560. Oh, Terrible Tuesday. Is that what it is? Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. White House Senior Advisor Carl Rove has been told by Special Counsel Patrick Fitzgerald that he will not be charged in the CIA leak case, according to Rove's lawyer Robert Luskin. Right on the heels of my watching Bush's brain and getting really all bent out of shape and even more pissed off than usual about this lunatic, this Robert Greeper clone. In deference to the pending case, we will not make any further statements about the subject matter of the investigation. Luxton said in a written statement uh, today, we believe the special counsel's decision should put an end to the baseless speculation about Mr. Rowe's conduct, as shameless and grotesque as it is, of course. 978 votes. I think we got a pretty good shot at 1,000. I don't think we got a shot at too many calls today, though. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I just want to, I love your show, but um, I think you owe Gerald Ford an apology. He's the dumbest man that ever walked in, that went into the White House to run the White House. Gerald I Ford? No, I didn't say to run it. Oh, be, until George Bush. Okay, thank you. I almost fell out of my chair when you said Gerald Ford was the dumbest. I got, I got news for you. That would be a pretty good contest. You know, Gerald Ford is like Albert Weinstein compared to this piece of crap we got in there Albert now. Weinstein? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love you, Neil. Uh, I went to school with Albert Weinstein. He was a moron, too. What is with this phone today, man? This is pretty weak. You think everybody's out of town? I don't know. Oh, I know what it is. What's that? I almost forgot. They're watching... Uh... Ah. They're watching Korea and uh, Togo, man. That's got to be. It's got to be the World Cup. We sure can't compete with that. They're excited for the heat game. Oh, is that what it is? They're all getting uh, those uh, tequilas? Yeah. That's what it is. They're all getting whipped up for tonight's uh, phony baloney game. All the bandwagon jumpers. Might have to get shakaritas. And, of course, if they do lose tonight, which would be a disaster, they'll be down 3 nothing in the series, which would be as good as a death wish, then you'll see them start jumping off that bandwagon real fast, man. 
Just like those dingleberries used to fly off Moe's butt. Doi, 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 doi. WQAM, hello. 12% of the note. Yeah, good. Uh, boy, I'll tell you one thing. If we're down to him, we're in big trouble. WQAM, hello. Neil. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, is Neil there? Speaking. Oh, good. I'm on the radio. Yeah, it sounds just like you. Yeah, I named my minpin after your dog, Tiny. Yeah. So I did that in your honor. So I just want to let you know that. Well, okay. Now, how old is it? How old is it? Eight months. Eight months? Okay, here's the, my next best suggestion, okay? Put it in the microwave on slow cook. Maniac. You know what that guy's really trying to say? I have no life. That's exactly right. You know, this morning I went back to that one website again that I discovered by accident yesterday about Rob Marciano, the weather dude on CNN. Anything uh, better? Uh, you know something? I could I could st sit here from now until midnight tomorrow night and, and not finish reading all of those idiotic entries on there. I, I don't get that. I, I, I never, I, to the, until this moment, I never realized that there were that many desperate, lifeless people out there. Well, now you know. It's just, it's staggering. It's just amazing. You know, you see somebody on television, okay, fine, this one looks good, this one is okay, this one they've got the hots for, whatever, but just sitting there and, bang, and of course, then they're shouting at each other back and forth, well, no, you don't know Rob Marciano, and Anderson Cooper can't be gay. Who cares? I mean, if, that, if that's your biggest problem, man, you got you got it pretty good. Yeah, and you're talking about one site. I mean, they do this for movies, uh, right. celebrities, oh, all that crap. And keep in mind, I mean, this is a pretty marginal you know, it's not like somebody who's really well-known. Right. Oh, uh, Tom, what, what's his name? Matt Damon's wife had a baby. Gay. No, and uh, see, there you go again. Matt and Luciana, their parents of their first uh, daughter, a baby girl, Isabella, their first child. Are you trying to say that Matt Damon is gay? Everybody do is gay. That's not true. Next, you'd be saying Tom Cruise is gay. W or uh, Henry Winkler. WQIM. Hey, Neil, a uh, quick question. Yes. Um, back, back on the Neil God store site before he put up the... Uh, 30-year CD, you said the Mobit CD. Is it still possible to buy that anywhere? Uh, I don't know. Do you think we got any left around, Miguel? Miguel's not there. Hey, Miguel. Yeah. We got him? So uh, how's this guy going to get him? Has he got to call Miguel? Yeah, try to uh, call the station. Call the station. Call Miguel Escobar and see if he answers the phone. He probably won't take the call. 5670560. Oh, that, that, that went over like uh, Hiroshima, man. That's how bad that whole uh, about 30 thing was. Thanks a lot, Duff. You clown, man. You, uh. You fairy. God. Didn't want to do it, did I? I told you it was going to go over like, uh, Halava in Siberia. Didn't go over too big. Didn't want any part of it. And one of the reasons being that almost all of those bits were on previous CDs anyway. Yeah. Right? A so who wants to, you know, you know how cheap this uh, group is anyway? You think they're going to cough up 20 bucks to get, just, just to honor the 30th anniversary on you? They could give a crap less about that. They don't care. Obviously not. No, they don't. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yeah. Hey, is this Neil? Sounds like me, yeah. I'm sorry, Neil. Uh, about, sorry. Uh, about Gerald Ford. LBJ said that Gerald Ford played football too long without a helmet. Yeah. So um, he, he does He does uh, right up there with... Uh, That's what with, I just uh, got w. through saying before. That's where he came in the conversation. Get out of here. Isn't that what, exactly what I just said? Yeah, I feel like I heard that before. He said he played too much football without a helmet. That was yesterday. We had It was on the story about uh, dumb people and about... Uh, I forget what it was about. But, I mean, anybody knows that who's been around more than five minutes. And uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. As stupid as this moron is we got in there now, Gerald Ford was like, believe me. He was a congressman from Michigan for 35 years. He never introduced one piece of legislation in 35 years. He was a, he's a moron. And then the other thing they said about him is he couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time because that one time he stumbled coming off the plane, coming off of Air Force One, and he damn near uh, broke his neck. Couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. That was Gerald Ford.
I mean, your president now, man, he's in, it's in the bag, Dad. He's in Iraq. He's another surprise to visit by El Presidente. Hopefully he'll stay there. I'm sure he's getting be... flowers and candy. Yeah, and they'll, uh, don't start now. Be very careful unless you want somebody knocking at that door because I know where you're going. we got 987 votes. If you want the Secret Service knocking on the door, just keep going right ahead. Josh Cordes, by the way, is the one opening up a big mouth. <laughs> 987 votes. Well, I think we're, I think we're going to make a 1,000 by the top of the hour. Then we can go home. Then we can go take care of our big pregame parties for yeah. that game tonight. I wonder how many other people watched the Edmonton Carolina game. How many people in South Florida did you think watched the hockey game last night? Ten. About 30, man. And, and believe me, if they, even if they're hockey fans, if they didn't watch it, it was, it was a smart move. Like they said in Godfather, Tessio was always the smarter one. It was a smart move. Remember that? Yes, Hey, if you're a cigar smoker and like to kick back with a good fat one like the Beast does morning, noon, and night, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is for you. You ever smoke a big fat cigar? Are you kidding? Yeah. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to uh, fat stuff. Of course. Have you? Yeah. Well, good. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed, and aged up to 10 years. Bahia is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small-batch, hard-to-find tobacco. Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Insider, and a 9.1 by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also, be sure to try their Bahia de Seo, the hottest-release cigar in the last 10 months. The de Seo gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Insider. It's a big, powerful cigar, man. It'll blast your lungs out with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. If you want to save yourself some cash, save yourself 40% off on all Bahia cigars. When you call, be sure and tell them that Neil Rogers told you to call. You'll save 40%. Call them toll-free, 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-QAM. I like Neil's poll. Real American a-holes. Real American a-holes. We salute you, Mr. Guy who still thinks Bush is doing a good job. Mr. Guy who still thinks Bush is... <laughs> you commute to work with a smile on your face as you pay $3.78 a gallon and adjust the plastic Jesus on your dashboard. Hallelujah now! Bush's approval ratings are at an all-time low. But you don't care. You're a red stater. And Brokeback Mountain never played a theater near you. Don't watch Bravo either. There's no such thing as global warming. Those sinners in New Orleans got what they deserve. And yes, the earth was created in seven days. Don't tell me that it's evolution. The war in Iraq is a noble fight. And by golly, one day we'll find those nasty weapons of mass destruction. So we salute you, Mr. Guy who still thinks Bush is doing a good job, your gas-guzzling SUV, your 2.2 children, and your ignorance. You are a real American a-hole. Absolutely. 1046. There's my good friend Susan Candiotti out there in Clearwater Beach. Alberto is gone. It's still a uh, wind is blowing a little bit, but look at all them people in the water, man. Yeah, look at all the naked in. people all running around. Oh, there's Rob Marciano naked. I beg your pardon? He's in a little lifeguard tower there? No, he's not on there. I just said that to get everybody, all these queens all whipped up. Oh, speaking of queens, in a striking post, Ad Age magazine, a leading magazine for the advertising community, has asked godless author Ann Coulter to kill herself. Buried in the article, a humorous attack on the mainstream media was the following quote. Would it kill you, godless author Ann Coulter, to do us all a favor and kill yourself? 
After a recent rapidly, rapidly hateful foaming at the mouth subhuman Today Show appearance in which he reiterated her assertion that 9-11 widows are enjoying their husband's deaths, even her former supporters began to fantasize about how much nicer the world would be if it were culturless. No more man culture. Well, look at that. They got those boxes up there on the uh, weather map. That one looks a hell of a lot more uh, wild and goosey than the one there on the Noah thing. You know, I've never seen the Today Show, but I'm starting to like that Matt Lauer because uh, now he's been in it with her and Tommy Cruise. Yeah, you won't like him. No. No. Ryan Lee in the Washington Blade, I wonder, that, is that as in Yay. Blade? I'm sure it is. Writes, this conservative queen is such a drag. Another Ann Coulter shot. Well, good. Let's read it. Because, you know, obviously the calls aren't going to be today what they were yesterday. You know, you can never go back in this market. It just never happens twice in a row. When you get all whipped up and enthusiastic, then it's like, uh, well, there's one over here. and You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yesterday was pretty heavy duty, man. They were, like, really into it. And today, like, well, of course, today, like you said, they're all they're getting all whipped up for tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't want to spend their energy on me. Why waste it when you can get all whipped up about tonight's big game, man? Yeah. yeah. and, of course, that soccer game that's on now and the Marlin game, there's always another game, you know what? So how much is the beast, uh, how much is the most you ever won on a Wheel of Fortune? What are, what's the highest thing you ever got on the, uh, on the line? On the line without the yes. wheel? Right. Uh, Forget the wheel. The wheel is for pansies, okay? Why else to play it but for the wheel? You know, you're, you're an idiot. So I think it was $2,700. How can you get $2,700 on the line? With what, what combination? Well, it was like 2500 or something. It was, there, there's no combination that gives you either one of those things, okay? Listen, man, you deal with your machine, I'll deal with mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my machine after hearing about you. Are you talking about on quarters now, on dollars? No, that was on quarters. Quarters. You got 12. I guess maybe you could. What's? Uh, I don't see how you can do that. No, you can't. You can't get that. The most you could get, uh, 4000 that would be 1000 bucks on, on the line, on quarters. See, you're, you're not talking to some novice now. You're not talking to Robert Greeper, okay, who's going to lay down on the floor and, uh, you know, say, that's, come that's and get it. That's not true, though. I, what? I've it gotten, is true. No, it's not. That's What's the most you The most you can get is 4000 on the line, okay? If it's 4000 quarters, it's $1,000. Unless you want a jackpot, if you want a progressive jackpot, but you didn't win that. No. You'd have been talking about that for weeks if you had. See, you don't even know what you've got. You know, you're just, you're all over the place. You probably even play those stupid pansy double diamond ones instead of the five times ones. No, I never do that. Come on. No, don't do that. I do play Monopoly. That's quite a good game. I, I, I can't figure that one out yet. I'm a little too stupid for that, I guess. Oh, no, the reason I didn't play it was like nickels. I found a Monopoly machine at the Niagara Falls, but it was a nickel machine. You think a guy like me is going to play nickels? Although, it, although you can play like uh, like 80 or 100 uh, at, 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 a, at a play. So you're really playing like uh, a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, man. How, how the hell does that work, Monopoly? It's it's the same concept as Wheel of Fortune. When you land, when you get the Monopoly thing, it goes around the board and it just keeps going, man. It just keeps giving you money. Just keeps on giving you money. Okay, I'll try to find one of those machines that just keeps on giving me money. Anyway, Ryan Lee writes, "This conservative queen is such a drag. We don't want to get you bogged down with these slot machine things now, because the worst thing you folks could ever do is get hooked on a bad machine, man. Don't get, don't don't be a schmuck like me and sit there, you know." Playing the same machine, feeding it and feeding it and feeding it and feeding it, and then you look around and it's all you recognize every face, all the same losers with that sad look on their face, feeding the same hungry machines, man. Don't do it. Ryan Lee writes, "Don't you hate someone from our community?" Meaning, uh, gay goes off and does the most stupid or vile things imaginable, and then people in the majority use such episodes as evidence that all gay people are subhuman oddities. Gay men seem to disproportionately rank among the upper echelons of America's most notorious serial killers, John Wayne Gacy, Andrew Cunanan, Wayne Williams, and when it comes to tactless acts of violence, tasteless, none turns more uh, people's stomachs than Jeffrey Dahmer's buffet. 
Then there were those routine reports of George Michael getting busted or some gay guy winning a million dollars on TV and then serving four years in federal prison for not paying taxes. In reality, of course, most killers and cheats are heterosexual. All gay people aren't perverts or homicidal. But it still troubles me when one of us gets the public spotlight and goes out of his way to prove how immoral and sick we can be. That's why I'm so upset at the gutter-tramp-turned-arch-conservative political commentator Ann Coulter. I mean, she has family, isn't she? With such a pronounced Adam's apple and soothing baritone voice, I always assumed she was a pre-op transsexual. Thank God she isn't really, because she would be a true insult to every transgendered American. She's about as feminine as a linebacker for the Fulton County Prison football team, and if God is making female faces like Coulter's these days, well, let's just say that even I'm more glad to be gay. As if her nose job didn't do the job, Coulter decided to again beg for attention recently by saying some immature and vicious things about several widows who lost their husbands during the 9-11 terrorist attacks. He, she said something about the... <laughs> he, she. He, she said something about the wives enjoying the profits and platform they received from their husband's death or some cracked out statement like that. To be honest, I'm surprised there's so much outrage about what Coulter said, like his, her brain dead, mean-spirited verbal attacks on people is something new. Someone finding Coulter attractive, that would be new. This is a person who helped elevate a BJ into an impeachable offense during Bill Clinton's presidency, who wrote it, see, I can't say the whole word, because you'll dump it, who wrote an entire book that said the homophobic anti-communist crusader Joseph McCarthy was misunderstood thanks to liberal history teachers in the media, and who thinks anyone who doesn't kiss George W. Bush's ass is unpatriotic. Fortunately for us, Coder has an obsessive hatred of, well, everything. As such, she hates herself and doesn't identify as a drag queen, and so people won't blame our community for her ridiculous rants. It seems like there was a time in the 90s when folks like Coder, Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson, people who make millions of dollars slandering the morality of others, were rightfully on their way to being marginalized in American disclosure, dismissed as, as American discourse, dismissed as the wackos that they are. But thanks to things like Fox News, President Bush, and America's visceral hatred of gay people, their voices are more prominent than ever, both on TV and at the policy-making table. Why else do you think such a fuss was made over Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction, or why the words condom and sexually can't be said in public schools' HIV curricula? It's a relief to know that they're standing on their last leg, making one more desperate attempt to keep intolerance alive. Every time Coulter advocates boiling immigrant babies, maybe more people will see how perverted the rest of her worldview is. Maybe we ought to boil man Coulter. What do you say? Can you imagine the stench would come from that? Pretty good article from a gay guy. Yeah. 1,020 votes on the poll. We got 1020, baby. WBZ, 10, no, that's uh, 103. What's 1020? KDKA. See, if the beast was on top of things, he'd have jumped right in there with WBZ. 1030, man. Radio 103, WBZ. Well, that used to be a great station before you were born. How much do you care about the Miami Heat? We got 1,020 votes already. I don't give a Schmidt. 391, 38.3%. They do not care. That was my vote. I couldn't care less. I have no interest. And I'm not going to pretend to have an interest now. To be a phony bandwagon jumper. They don't need one more phony bandwagon jumper. You got more than enough. Uh, I'll watch some and read the result. 308. That's about 30%. Uh, percent. I'll watch some and read the result. Big fan will watch every playoff game, 199, 19.5%. All right. They're on the edge of their seat waiting for tonight because they know if they lose, they're done. They're, they're dead meat. I'll read about the scores, but won't watch, 109. That's another 10.5%. So if you had that one with the first one, you got almost 50%. And I hate this pool, only 13, 1.2%. So generally speaking, they like this pool, huh? Yeah. So, so just like, I think it was 47% of the Sun Sentinel poll yesterday that either didn't care or just wouldn't watch and would just read the score. They're very indifferent or couldn't care less. And there were a lot of <clears> votes, <throat> too. How many votes were there? Like 7,600. Like I said. And we got 1,022, and we got almost 50% of our negatory crowd. Uh, either don't care at all or just they might, they might check the score out. That's about it. Won't watch. How do you like that, huh? 
as opposed to some people who think that the whole, all of South Florida is just waiting, man. They're just sitting on the edge of their seat with their finger deep inside their Rectum. nose. 5670560, oh, pound 560, and they've arrived in the wireless line. Very, very weak phone action here today. Aren't you amazed after yesterday? It's probably because the beast is there. It's my fault. WQAM, hello. What, you're intimidating. You're intimidating. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you, sir? Okay. I just come back from uh, Niagara Falls. I just uh, on the Canadian side. And, Check uh, out Falls View? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And? Uh, I took a ride also to Toronto on the uh, 2nd, which in the subway over there, which uh, I didn't know about. It was going to blow it up, whatever. But um, they had a beautiful mall in there. You took a uh, ride to Toronto on the subway from Niagara Falls? No, no, no. Oh. I drove to Toronto. And oh, I see. My first ride on the subway. But uh, for people telling everybody that Canadians are rude, that's that. I didn't whoever, find it. Whoever said that, they're talking about French Canadians. That's a different breed, man. That's a whole different uh, deal. Okay. Well, anyway, I went to the falls area. It's beautiful. One of the beautiful yeah. sights I've ever seen. And uh, went to the casino where you're talking about, and my wife lost about maybe 40, 50 bucks is all. But wow. That wasn't. Boy. I, I know. It's nothing what you lose. But <laughs> we had a great time up there. I just wanted to tell you, and uh, if anybody hasn't gone, that's a very, very beautiful sight. It's uh, breathtaking. Yes, it is. Okay, you have a great and if, day. And if you lose real bad, it's a good place to a jump. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Fallsview and Niagara Falls is really great. You're right. Beast would love that. You really would. You're going nuts there. I might have to go. Why don't you go on your honeymoon there? Where are you going? A cruise. You're such a... And then to Vegas. 1057 at 560 WQM. I've been telling you for years, you know, I, I, I'm going to interject something right now. And it's got nothing to do with you or with any of that. We have, we have reached a point. And I know I could just ride out the rest of this week. I got vacation next week. I got the summer schedule for all summer long up until after Labor Day uh, after that. So I could just keep my mouth shut. But we have reached a point. I don't know if it's only on this show or if some of the other people are also grumbling. or uh, This sales, I don't know what's going back on it with this new sales guy. We don't, the copy, I'll say it again. If you say the word copy to him, he runs out of the building and goes up and down 440 and screaming like a child. These are crazy people, okay? It doesn't change. Nothing is happening here, okay? Nothing is happening. I feel like Bellevue Brian. You know, the guy says, the medications don't work here. like that, you know? Something's got to start happening, baby. Something's got to, let's get Dick Vitale in there, baby. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, God. Is it just me? No, it's not just you. No. I mean, something, something's got to give. You know, the, the, you, you've got to come up with some copy, man. You people back there in that sales department. You've got to start doing something. I mean, our copy on this radio station is staler than last year's saltine crackers, okay? That's how bad it is. You know those little crackers that you put in, in those little oyster crackers you put in the uh, clam chowder? Yeah. Some of the ones they made 40 years ago are in better condition than our copy on this station. Something has to happen. Somebody's got to rattle somebody's cage, okay? Somebody's got to run up and down the hall screaming, waddling, screaming like a maniac, okay? That's it. To wake these bastards up. For years, I've been telling you to call Dial a Mattress when the old mattress wears out and is lumpy and bumpy and crappy. Call 1-800-MATTRESS to deliver within a two-hour window. They have a knowledgeable bedding consultant who's going to take care of you, and they have prices that are unbeatable all year round. If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check out their website, mattress.com. 
Shop on the web anytime, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online or call to place your order and schedule delivery. Get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during their so-called big sales. Plus, Dial a Mattress gives you 12 months financing, too, a combination that's unbeatable. Dial a Mattress offers the complete line of Sealy, Serta, King Coil, Stearns and Bananas, Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and Simmons, too. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you get unbeatable prices, and like I've been telling you for years, the best in customer service, too. That's why Dial a Mattress is ranked numero uno. I've been using them for years, I guarantee you. I'll bet you the beast life on it, you'll love them. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stale. This is Neil Rogers. Ahoy! This is 562 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Do you want to get married? Well, let me give you some advice. If you want to be horny for the rest of your life, always take a Jewish woman, your wife, from my personal point of view. Get a shit to marry you. If you want to be horny for the rest of your life, always take a Jewish woman, your wife, from my personal point of view. You should never marry a Jew. Jewish wife is like a curse. I can't think of anything worse. All she ever wants to do is shop. Take your credit card and never stop. Shows no interest at all in sex. She only cares about your paycheck. You are never gonna get laid. You'll regret the commitment you made. If you wanna be horny for the rest of your life, always take a Jewish woman, your wife, folks, from my personal point of view. Get a shit to marry you. If you wanna be horny for the rest of your life, always take a Jewish woman, your Never gonna do. She only cares about her nails and hair, and not a bit about what's down there. You are gonna feel like a schmuck, cause you're never gonna get to find out how it feels to be eternally practicing celibacy. If you wanna be horny for the rest of your life, always take a Jewish woman, your white coat from my personal point of view. Get a shit to marry you. It's 11.05 at 5.60 WQM, or just warming you up for tonight's big game, baby. The Marlins game. Marlins and the Braves. Oh, I never thought about that. Did you ever stop and think about how desperate that's going to be? Uh, Except for maybe a smattering of Braves fans. I mean, with that big heat, game number three coming up tonight, a must-win game. Danny LeBastard in the Herald says it's the biggest game in the history of mankind. I mean, it's not going to be any more desperate than it is any other Usual. game. That's, that's a good point. But at least it'll be a good excuse anyway. Right. right. Got 1,044 votes on the poll. We don't need any excuses on there. We, our job is done. Our work is done. Your work is not done out there on it because the phones are dead as a doornail today, man. This is this is embarrassing. Have the beast come in and take a look at this and probably report back to uh, his buddy there, you know, Robert. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty and leave Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that hurricane uh, didn't do much for us down here. It's pretty much blue. Yeah. 
but the uh, British Petroleum is open on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, and I hope George. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you wanted good calls, man. Yeah, that's right. That was good. That was informative, man. Let's start getting a list of all the uh, places that aren't closed because of the uh, hurricane that wasn't uh, never happened. Alberto, huh? Alberto Bo Five. Look at this phone, man. I think we even caught up with the delay. It is dead as a doornail. I'm really disappointed, bitterly. You don't think that even the retards went away for the holidays, do you? For no, the they summertime. Don't, they don't go anywhere. Only, only pray. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and singular wireless line. See, they just they don't, won't let you screw off, man. After yesterday, I thought, oh, I got this great Stephen Hawking story. Oh, yeah? Yep. He says that we're going to have to uh, go out of this world. We're going to have to find other places to live because we're destroying the planet. What the hell did I just do with it? I just lost it. Oh, there it is. Hawking says humans must go into space. And then we can all sound like him. Beat me like, up, like that. Hey, I got an idea. Let's put Stephen Hawking on from 2 to 4. What do you say? Okay. We can call it the Hawking a China show. W2AM, Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, Pally. Hey, isn't it great that the Jebster's got no comment on Ken Jennings? WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, you're talking about that horse you were thinking of, Eddie Maple. Was it Swale? No. No, he was a great horse, too. Yeah, he was. And, and, and Bucky Day said to say hello. <laughs> okay, great. See, I told you we get some good ones in there. How about Bobby Hunters? How she's doing? How she be doing? And Tug Boyd, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. QAM with a radio hey. crank way up loud. Yes. Uh, I got it, Neil. Neil, how you doing? Listen, I okay. pulled up to Tallahassee. My niece, big brouhaha down here. Big wind. Nothing. There's nothing going on up there. Everybody's just going jumpy, 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 jumpy. WQAM, hello. Yes, this is Officer Steve. I'm sitting on the side of the road here. I want to say something about your poll. And, oh, wait, look at this chick. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh, they're getting I better. I wonder if, yeah, uh, see, I told you they'd pick up. It took them a little while to get them motivated. They just probably spent a lot of energy last night at their big soccer parties, you know, celebrating the U.S. loss to the Czech Republic. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. You talk about, I'm, I'm not sure which is more boring. The uh, hockey game between Caroline and the Oilers last night, that, that was coma-inducing. It was just pathetic. It was so bad that they had Kelly Rudy came on with about ten minutes left in the third period to tell us all that Edmonton wasn't going to tie up the game. They were done <laughs> last night. They just didn't, they didn't show any signs of uh, having any energy, and they weren't going to, and they didn't. They, they stunk. I'm not sure if that was worse or the U.S. Uh, although, at least in the soccer game, man, they, uh, when the U.S. got behind 2 nothing and then 3 nothing, they started playing really dirty, man. They were really gooning it up, and they were, like, elbowing those uh, guys, the Czech Republic guys in the head. Right, it was man. great. <laughs> you can't play good. Goon it up, man. Goon it up. WQAM, hello. It puts the Edmonton on. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Yeah, okay, sir. Um, I was wondering if, if you might play the bit of uh, with Bush being in the green zone. The old bit about uh, the United States turning over control of the green zone to the Iraqis, and they're saying, like, hey, stick around for a while. What's your hurry? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, what, I know what you're talking about, but if you think I'm going to find that. Like, I know the name of that. Yeah, I, I know what he's talking about, just vaguely. He doesn't. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. QAM? QAM. Okay, I got um, a little something here. You what do you got? 
got an F for today. You got a what? You got an F for today. An F. F? Yeah, W-W-F. S? Huh? <laughs> You're right. Oh, boy. Don't be in a big hurry. Now, hey, listen, this is just the beginning, baby. <clears throat> this is only the beginning. I want, I want one of you to go out in the hallway and just start screaming. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm suffering from Joe Bell disease. I'm, I'm suffering from burnout. Not QAM burnout, not radio burnout. I got Joe Bell burnout. What's that like? It, it's like nothing I've ever had before. It's, it's worse than, like, leprosy. It's just it's horrendous. <laughs> what are the it's a nightmare. It's like you're in, breaking out in cold sweats all the time. Like, this guy is, uh, of course, he handed the keys to the kingdom over to the beast and his boyfriend there, so we'll be okay. You know his boyfriend, that handsome young man? That's right. Now, you should tell the beast about that. Huh? You didn't hear that? No. After this big summit meeting there on Friday, of which came absolutely nothing, of course, with Norma Kent and Joe Bell and your buddy Clarence, your boyfriend, your partner in crime. So I get the uh, call for the report on it later in the afternoon from Norma, and one of the first things he has to tell me is that, uh, well, he met Clarence for the first time, and he's a very handsome young man. <laughs> you see? <laughs> even you who used to sleep with him, even you. See? He's, he's doubled over, and when he's doubled over, man, it's like trying to fold up a bowling ball. Aww. Yeah. Now, this, this is, and, and you wonder why I'm depressed and uh, frustrated? This is, this is my agent. This is my life. The rest of my career is hinging in the hands of this queen, okay? You fair. Oh, my. He, he makes those people writing about Rob Marciano like pale. At least Rob looks good anyway, you know, from a certain angle, from a distance. That, that, that's the upshot of the meeting, okay? That's what came out of this big summit, is that Clarence is a handsome young man. <laughs> think, think about it. I, I think there would be those people that say even you are a handsome young man compared to that, you know, compared to whatever that is. Oh, good gravy. He said something about that, too, but I can't repeat it. 1113 at 560 WQM. Hey, if you want to take good care of your tootsies, man, make sure you buy your shoes at a place where you're going to give you the best selection and make sure you get a perfect fit every time. We're talking, of course, about Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. Brandy's carries all your major brands that you know and love and want, like Floorshime and Echo, New Balance, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, and tons of other name brands in all sizes for men and women. And with Father's Day coming up this Sunday, what a great gift idea that would be for Dad, too. Go into Brandy's and pick out a pick a pair. Go see our good buddy Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes for your feet or Dad's or whoever's it might be at the right price every time. Brandy's only sells shoes, not pop-up toasters, not vibrators, so the only thing you have to worry about is uh, going in there and uh, getting a great deal. Size, selection, and service, you can always count on Brandy's. They're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Brandy's open every day, seven days a week for your shopping convenience, Monday through Saturdays till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And this week is a great week to shop for Father's Day at Brandy's. Save up to 40 bucks a pair on Rockport, Floorsheim, and New Balance men's shoes. And get a free gift with purchase, too, so what's not to like? Be sure to get in and do your uh, Father's Day shopping at Brandy's, or you can shop right online at Brandy's shoes.com this is neil rogers this is 560 qam transferred sovereignty to an interim iraqi government two days earlier than anticipated here now is an excerpt from the official proceedings this is an amazing day in the history of two countries what's going on the united states and Iraq. That's you and me. What are we doing here? Chief Justice Mahdi D. Mahmoud. Hello. Here you go. Here you go what? What's these keys? It's all yours. What's all mine? You give me a car? No, no, no. Iraq. Iraq? It's under your control. We're out of no, here. No, 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 no. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Paul. What's wrong? It's too early. you got two days left. And then I was going to talk to you about that. I think we should push it back. 
Well, no, we figured since we should get a little ahead of schedule here, we're going to get going, okay? Wait, 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 ahead of schedule. I don't even have shoes. I don't have no police. There's no cars. they got to throw the rocks. We're we get, got nothing. We're going to get out of the green zone. You no, know. no, 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 no. Don't go from the green zone. What do you mean? Take a deep breath and relax. I'll stay a little while. I got you to a nice place there. It's, it's only two days. What's the difference? It's too much. It's too fast. No, no we're fine. We're going to no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Don't go. We're not ready. You're fine. We are not ready. I don't own a pair of shoes. Maddie, you're very funny. We're going to get going. No, 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 it's not to be funny. You've been saying this all along. We're I gonna... know. We're not ready. You can't come in, bomb half my country, and then give me the keys and say it's all yours. But it's all coming together. It's all coming together. They shoot at me in the road. The people are happy now that Saddam is gone. No wonder's happy. Look at that kid over there. Isn't he happy? He's smiling over That's there. That's what your president says. They love, they love, they love. They don't love. As soon as you leave, I get one between the eyes. It's over. Well, that's why I'm leaving. I, I, wait a minute. I, I, I've hurt my foot. I can't walk. Whoop. I step out of rushing nail. The interim prime minister, Elad Alawahi, says everything is going to be okay. Alawahi, He's... wait a minute. What are you telling them everything's going to be okay for? This is stupid. I didn't think he took me seriously. We were talking to the Prime Minister even said to me that you guys are capable of controlling the security situation. I'm here to tell you, Paul Bremer, we are not. We cannot control nothing. Do you understand that? Not even my bladder. Look at him. He beat himself. We can't control this. You stay. You got to stay. Please stay. Please oh, please stay. stay. Don't please go. Stay. Please, please stay. stay. Oh, don't leave. This is disgusting. Don't leave. We're out of here. Oh, no. Bye-bye. Leave the guns. And tackle him. United States of America, glad to help. 20 past 11. Now, can you believe I actually found that? Oh, was that it? That was it. That was the one. Oh. It killed some good time, I'll say that. Yes, it did. 1,074 votes on a pool. Your president make a uh, surprise <coughs> trip to Iraq again. He's in Baghdad right now. <coughs> I'm getting choked up about it. And probably so are the Iraqis. Uh-oh. Patrick Kennedy. Okay. To driving under the influence of prescription drugs, and he will actually. Well, please, Kennedy, appear... driving under the influence. How do you like that? Is that some big news? <laughs> a drunken Kennedy. Join QM today from two to four with Gildy, and then ten to two tonight with Eddie K at QM's White Hot Heat headquarters at Catch of the Day in Miami. It's we're really heat yeah. intensive. We're not phone call intensive right now. We just went through a pretty good uh, sweep of calls there. We did. Well, tell yeah. me that was it. Had a, had a couple good ones. Had a couple of fabulous ones. Five six seven oh five sixty. And pound 560 in the Verizon and the singular wireless line. It's really something, man, between the um, Al-Zarqawi thing and now Bush shows up in Iraq. And uh, you'll see. You'll see that Democrats will once again blow it and the American public just dumber than dirt getting sucked in again. Just keep lying to us and lying to us. Just tell us anything you, you want, any propaganda you want. We love it. And there, the polls already starting to twist and turn a little bit and uh, all this other crap. All has the fine, and of course, Carl Rove gets off the hook. All has his fine uh, handwriting underneath it. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Hello. This is Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. Neil, you're feeling burnt out? I beg your pardon? Feeling burnt out? Call me up and we'll let it do be. Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. I'm just burnt out on Joe Bell. I just sent him an email. QAM, hello. I had to do with had to do with suicide. I do have a nice patio here on the ninth floor. WQAM, hello. I need meds. Yeah, good. WQAM, hello. QAM. Uh, Neil God. Yes, sir. Um, I just want you to know that it's waning in uh, Fort Myers, and we can hear you on the radio. Yeah. That's all. 
Okay, well, uh, let's don't let it stop some waning. Okay. Uh, sounds like you're waning. 5670560. Oh, well, that's right. When it rains, they can actually hear us on the West Coast. Maybe that bitch Joyce can hear us today. That bitch, that slut, that obnoxious piece of turd. That was a good article of one the other day. It said uh, they don't want to use the word, but it rhymes with what they uh, do on fourth down in football. Phenomenal. That was that was really sensational. That's you, Joyce. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes. Could you please say a prayer for... WQAM, hello. <laughs> hey, maybe it was that cop again. Yeah, that sounds like Steve the cop. Maybe he finally caught that chick. Isn't it great when they all they got their gizmos all wound up and ready to go? It's, it's fabulous. It's just <laughs> tremendous. I have no life. WQAM, hello. These are the same people, by the way, who spend most of the day on the Rob Marciano website. QAM. Bring, bring back bird. WQAM, hello. Neil. I guess that would be dead bird, wouldn't it? Yes. Neil, good morning. Neil, the other day I was watching Lou Dobbs. Uh-huh. And guess who was on there? Our old friend Randy Rhodes. Yeah. She wouldn't give anybody... She wouldn't give anybody a chance to say anything. She had all she had all the answers. She's an expert on all She's the Maven. The world. She's the Raven Maven, right. I, I can't believe it. I tried to call her one day to tell her when she was on your station she was fun. She didn't come out to be an expert about world and country affairs. Now she knows everything there is to know. Just ask her. That is correct. What happened to her? <laughs> what do you mean, what happened to her? I guess you must have seen her, huh? 5670560. Oh, she ain't a very handsome uh, young lady like uh, Clarence. And pound 560, I noticed the, you noticed the way the beast blurted out when I reported that to him? Just blurted it right out. Just Yeah, he's gone now, by the way. Tommy's with us. Couldn't handle it. Well, that, he prob that probably put him over the edge. He probably has to go for uh, therapy now. Oh, so we got Tommy back again today. It's kind of like mix and match. Right. I just sent, I just sent an email to Joe Bell, a response to his insipid email I got yesterday. And I said, I've never really been a very suicidal person, but between him and Clarence, they're starting to change my whole attitude about that. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um, you were talking about Matalucas the other day. I know the whole story of the Mataluka in Florida. Well, whoever brought him in ought to be shot. The same people, that just like the people that brought the bufo toads at the University yeah. of Miami. His name was Napoleon Bonaparte Broward. Uh-huh. And his idea was to drain the Everglades and build houses there. And he seeded the Everglades with Malaluka seed. Mm -hmm. Thinking it would fuck up all the water and they could build yeah. <laughs> hey, Oh, that must, He must have been kid to Mr. Broward. I used to work with him, too. That was beautiful. 26 packs. <laughs> you wanted it. You got it, man. Hey, you got to admit, they're starting to get really good. Oh, yeah. This is even better than yesterday. Wow. Wait till George gets back next week. Boy, we're building up to a crescendo from here. I, I have a feeling. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. They're just practicing for George. Hey, if you love boating, and who the hell doesn't want to get out in the water? You really ought to. But don't do it the stupid way by spending a lot of money to buy a boat and then having to go through all the maintenance and grief. Do it the smart way by renting one from Club Nautico. Just call them at 1-800-BOAT-RENT, and they'll take care of all the uh, hassle for you. 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy they make uh, having a boat is. There's no docking cost, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, no hurricane preparation. And, boy, we sure got a good uh, little bit of a scare yesterday, huh? 
Uh-huh. Almost the first hurricane of the season. With the boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and really affordable, too. You don't have to really respond. But if you want to, go right ahead. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready. Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up either, because guess what? They take care of that as well. At Club Nautico, here's the way it works. You just hop on your boat, go have a great time. When you're done pulling to the dock, get off and walk away and let them take care of all the uh, rest. Club Nautico, 1-800-BOAT-RENT, for unlimited voting to pay as you go, from small boats to yacht charters. It's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Get on the water today the hassle-free, the inexpensive way with Club Nautico. 1-800-BOAT-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-QAM. Howard David's a bitch. Straight down south, where the mud ones go to hang from trees and play banjo. You got some who own a station on newfangled radio. Now as North Carolina grows, Raleigh's a big city, you know. And that's where the Beasleys had to go for Jolly Riley Jones. A new GM. He'll do what he can. Shake your hand like a friend. Then quickly walk away. Yes. They had Joe go to 560 with ratings in the toilet bowl to get those flaming sports homos in order and control. And then so Jolly Raleigh Joe, a buckler and in the nose, he lets most. Go, and here's what blows, gives Geldy his own show. Ah! He'll make a big change, and rearrange, it's worse or the same, he hasn't done a thing, for what goes on the air at two, Joe don't have a stinking clue, out of four, not that essentially blows, sport pole radio. The GM of 560, Jolly Raleigh Joe. Oh! It's 1,100 votes even on the poll right now. How do you like that? It's only 1,132, and we got 1,100 votes. Don't you think we've done enough work for one day? Groundbreaking. Plus these fantastic calls that we've had so far. Too bad Tommy missed some of these in the last few minutes there. Yeah. Oh, that last one was pretty good about Napoleon Bonaparte Broward. He was good. Five, let's keep them coming, baby. 5670560. Oh, Con 560, the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Like I told you, man, most of America, dumber than Gerald Ford. More Americans expressed optimism about the war in Iraq after the killing of terrorist mastermind Abu Musab al-Zarqawi, suggests a new poll released yesterday, but a majority still believes the invasion was a mistake. Now, keep in mind what's going on there every day, the murder and the bloodshed and the uh, hysteria. Yes. And on the verge of all-out civil war. The poll found that 43% of respondents said the war is going either very well or moderately well. <laughs> right. Wow. That would be like 43% of the Heat fans said that the series so far is going moderately well or very well for the Heat. That's a good comparison. Yeah. 62% of Edmonton Oilers fans said they think the series is going fantastic so far. It's just, it's just pathetic. No wonder Stephen Hawking says that uh, people ought to be in outer space. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. What's up, boss? Question for you. I was reading the Rolling Stone article, the last Rolling Stone, talking about the 2004 stolen presidential election. Yeah. What? I don't understand why only a handful of Democrats spoke up. What was the negative? Can I ask you a question? Did did you see Fahrenheit 9-11? Of course. 
Okay, did you remember the scene when the Black Caucus was asking for one member of the Senate to sign the resolution asking for a, a recount of the vote and investigation? I know, I, I know, I saw that. There wasn't, there wasn't one, there wasn't one senator, there wasn't one senator who had the balls to sign on and support the Black Caucus. Not Ted Kennedy, not Chris Dodd, not John Kerry, not Russ Feingold, not Al Gore, not anybody. But what did they have to lose, Neil? That's what I'm trying to, that's the angle I'm trying to get to. Well, I don't understand somebody, why they wouldn't speak up. I mean, maybe somebody made them an offer they, they couldn't refuse. I don't know. It's, uh, maybe yeah, they, it's maybe they just have no backbone. Out of the whole thing, that confused me the most. Well, don't you remember the way Kerry on the day after the election and they were already asking the questions about Ohio and about the exit polling, and uh, he chose to, as usual, wimp out because that's his specialty. Is when in doubt he wimps out. He had all his balls back in Vietnam, and then when he came home from the war and opened up a big mouth and told the truth about it, and then since then they like uh, deballed him. Well, there's Patrick Kennedy on there. Have a good one, Patrick. We got a big game tonight, Pat. Maybe he can drink some of them uh, tequila deals. Don't forget our white hot heat headquarters at the Catch of the Day, Miami. We got Gildy in t- two to four. <laughs> and Eddie Kate and I attend it too. And of course, if the Heat are losing at that point, it might not be too much of a celebration. Think they'll lose tonight? I don't think so. Well, you know something? Maybe they will. No, I don't how's think that, so. How's that soccer match coming, baby, at the World Cup between Togo and uh, Korea? Uh oh. They must be at halftime. Uh, under 21 level, we've got coaches in our system in Canada. Well, okay, good. That's great. Let's get right on that. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Pally? Okay, sir. Two things. Uh, number one, I've been intuitive. Many blockbuster movies this uh, year with my son, and it was X Men, and it was this other one uh, with the Mission Impossible Three, and uh, you don't know he's not really enjoying the movie. There's so much computer generation now that you don't even know. Ever since the Matrix came out, what's really happening? If they're acting or they're putting them in a screen and everything's generated. What do you think about that? Even like going back, The Godfather was amazing. This was like one on one. You're standing there. I mean, not even the bullet scenes were, like, computer-generated. This was unbelievable. Take yeah. care, Neil. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> he asked me yes, what I thought. What do you he... think about that? I, I don't. I, you know what I think? I think that should be his worst problem. Good point. That's an old saying my mother used to say that a lot. should be your worst problem. I would agree with that. In fact, boy, it could be worse. You could have Joe Bell. Five six seven oh five sixty, or you could have Chris Jones. I bet you Tommy knows a lot about that copy situation. You getting some good new copy in there in the production? Every day. Because worse or not. Staler than last year's halava. Old, stale, unacceptable. That's what it is. I want you to go down the hall right now, Tommy. I want you to take a, a cherry bomb and stick it right in Chris Jones's Rectum. ass. Okay? And then, then run. What? Or maybe just a stick of dynamite would do. And then run like hell. WQAM, hello. Neil. That's what, they, that's what they need. Somebody to light a fire under their ass. Yes, sir. Neil, I need you to play for me the the part in The Godfather where Michael and Fred... Get out of here. The same guy again. I need you to play for me in The Godfather. Get out of here. Go play uh, Parcheesi, okay? WQAM, hello. Listen, Neil Rogers. Yes. You have to rent the movie Man Bites Dog. It's a must. I, you know a good film. Get with it, man. <laughs> He's telling me to get with it. Excellent. Okay, man bites it. Five six seven oh five sixty. I think I've seen that one. Pound five sixty on the Verizon and singular wireless line. He also told you. Yeah, I heard that part. That was the that was the signal. QAM, hello. Rob Brindamore. God. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. It's an honor and a pleasure to speak to you on this day. Uh huh. Of your daughter's wedding. Well, maybe, maybe my son. How about uh, the revolving door slot? They work for cheap. 
What, what does that mean? What, what language are you speaking, sir? The revolving door uh, slot. They work Fagalish. for cheap. What? Fagalish. Fagalish? Tell me he works for cheap. He's yeah. going to get a free meal today. Yeah. That is and, all. Okay. You want to translate that for me? No, just keep on going, man. The revolving door slot, they work for cheap. Okay. Maybe that's why Geldy is on there. Maybe he's got some kind of a deal and they got to pay him anyway. So they, who, I, I have no idea. I mean, why would anybody who actually has any hearing put that on the ear? I don't know. He's on, he's on every day the rest of the week. Today, he's on tomorrow, he's on Thursday, he's on Friday. But they got a plan. Now, let me ask you. They got a plan. But have you got any better ideas, though, before they tell you what their plan is? Remember what I said to Dave Johnson on Friday? There, there's an old scam at the track. All these guys wander around these deadbeats. Uh, I, I know who's going who's gonna to win this race. Tell me who it is, and I'll, I'll let you know if you're right. And they go around to, like, all these different. Or I got a better one than that. Uh, they go like to, there's eight horses in a race, mm-hmm. and they go like to eight different people. Uh, I know who's going to win the race. If you buy me a $2 ticket on the winner, I'll tell you who it is. They'll t- tell you the one, then they'll go to somebody else, and then they'll tell them the two, and then they wind up with, uh, you know, a $2 win ticket on every horse in the race. And then, of course, the favorite wins and pays like 360 so it really wasn't worth the effort, you know? Right. 1,120 votes. No, you don't know. You're not a track person. What do you know, know about the race track? absolutely nothing man? about the Good. race Good, and you know what? You're a lot better off. You're right about that. Don't get, don't get started with this gambling crap, oh, man. That, that's a bad way to go. That's another problem the station's got, this gambling. It's like a disease. Had this discussion so many times over the last eight and a half years. Is it a sports station? Is it a gambling station? There's a big difference, okay? I'm watching ball games. I don't have a bet on a ball game. You know, I've got enough problem with my machines at the Woodbine. I don't have to worry about betting on ball games and betting on soccer matches, crap like that. Bidding on Hurricane Baseball. I mean, we're talking real sick degenerates, man. I teased with the Jets, and I took the Dolphins. I, I, I don't even want to know what language they're speaking. Do you know what that means? Not really. I don't I'm even a, know what the hell that means. I'm going to have to ask Hank if he's going to I don't want to know what it means. I don't want to. I'm going to ask okay. Hank if he's getting in on that, uh, the, remember that storm betting. Some of the oh, yeah, that's right. They were talking about that yesterday, the odds of the hurricane and how many they're going to be and where is it going to hit and how many people are going to croak and uh, how many blue roofs are going to be in your neighborhood. Uh, you know, they got the morning line odds on that. Although, I'll be honest with you, maybe that's a new format. Something to think about, Joe. This is Neil Rogers. It'll only be an improvement. This is 560 QAM. Bench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins. Absolutely. Don't play a part, 
1147, God forbid. I hear that Joyce has got this big strap-on device, is the rumor I'm hearing. Yeah, where'd you hear that? Around, uh, round town. I hear that Joe is, um, well, at any rate, we'll get into that next hour. A rule designed by the EPA to keep groundwater clean near oil drilling sites and other construction zones was loosened after the White House officials rejected it amid complaints by energy companies that it was too restrictive and after a well-connected Texas oil executive appealed to White House senior advisor Carl Rove. The new rule, which took effect yesterday, came after years of intense industry pressure, including court battles and behind-the-scenes agency lobbying, but environmentalists vowed that the fight was not over. Distributing internal White House documents that they said portrayed the new rule as a political payoff to an industry long aligned with the Republican Party and George W. In 2002, Texas oilman and longtime Republican activist Ernest Angelo wrote a letter to Rove complaining that an early version of the rule was causing many in the oil industry to openly express doubts as to the merit of electing Republicans when we wind up with this type of stupidity. Rowe responded by forwarding the letter to top White House environmental advisors and scrawling a handwritten note directing an aide to talk to those advisors to get a response ASAP. Rove later wrote to Angelo, assuring him that there was a keen awareness within the administration of addressing not only environmental issues, but also the economic, energy, and small business impacts of the rule. Environmentalists pointed to the Rove correspondence as evidence that the Bush White House, more than others, has mixed politics with policy decisions that are traditionally left to scientists and career regulators. At the time, Rove oversaw the White House political office and was directing strategy for the 2002 midterm elections. Angelo had been mayor of Midland, Texas when Bush ran an oil firm there. He's also a longtime honey partner of Rove's. The two men first worked together when Angelo managed Ronald Reagan's 1980 campaign in Texas for president. Well, there you go. More, more of the same. And nothing happens, man. You just throw your arms up in the air. That, that's all you can do is drink some of that tequila, throw your arms up in the air and say, screw it, that's all. Damn that Napoleon Bonaparte Broward. I think the guy had a good point. He effed it all up. You know what he said? Yep. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560, the Verizon singular wireless line. We got Gully at Catch of the Day at 2. <laughs> Any interest? WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil, indulge me for a second to turn your, my radio off. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. I think the station made a mistake last week in not putting Leslie Visser and Dick Stockton on. Oh, yeah. But, no, no, at least you hear me out. They were I'm neighbors of mine in California. Uh -huh. And, you know, they're very good. And Leslie would add a lot to, I mean, it'd be a different, for, I don't know, it's a little risk, but then you just move people around. I mean, put Mad Dog 2 to 5 and... Uh, and Hank, two to five to seven. Well, well, what are you talking about? You, you, we ought to put them on in the morning permanently? Is that what you're saying? I think that if they worked out, I said give them a try. Well, what do you mean if they worked out? They never wound up being well, on. I know. That's, uh, I don't know what happened. I was anxious, actually, to listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, because, no, I thought of, that they, you know... So, in other words, you're suggesting that the solution to our programming ills at QAM is to put Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser on in the morning, in the <laughs> morning drive? Uh, I think it's possible. Possible. I don't know. I've never it's possible heard that thousand dollar bills are going to fall out of the sky in your backyard in a half an hour. I don't well, think it's going to happen. I, I don't either. But I just thought that. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. That's a bad idea. Wow. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. The Verizon and Singular Wireless line. How do you like that? Another programming expert out there. Although at least this guy had an idea, <clears throat> right? At least he had a suggestion. Yeah, it wasn't a good one, but no, that's correct. But at least it's a start. WQAM, hello. It's Prince Alberto. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's our last call. Not even noon yet, and they're out of material. Isn't that pathetic or what? Yeah, it's pretty bad. They're a little bit different from yesterday, man. Yesterday they were ready, willing, and able. Today, uh-uh. 
5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. Boy, it's a damn good thing Georgia's going to be on next week, all week long. Hope you and Georgia got lots to talk about. I hope I mean, he has a lot to talk about, yeah. Huh? I hope he has a lot to talk about, yeah. <laughs> and Tommy, don't leave Tommy out of the equation. Yeah, man, I'll be here. He'll be around. Sure. Uh, WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Good, good, Lisa. One thing that keeps bothering me about this... Why do you keep saying Leeson, Leeson? Come on, get with it. Stop uh, saying that. One thing that bothers me about this Joyce thing is that... Tommy. Since you're not, uh, you, you have to follow the SEC and you follow her. So if tomorrow she wakes up and says you can't say hello, you, you're going to go out and you're going to have to follow it if you're just following whatever she says now. Yeah, and? No, I mean, I just say that she's, she's destroying. I, I, I like you. Ah, you so in other words, that's a bulletin. Joyce is destroying WQAM and Joe Bell is a willing co-conspirator and Clarence is up there in both of their ass. That is correct. You got it. Wasn't that a very perspicacious guy? He's a regular. He's a chronic. So even even the listeners are aware of what's going on. Now we're and learning today. And what would you like me to do about it, sir? Okay, would you like me to play a bevy of fart sounds now? Would that make you feel like emancipated? These people have come along. They are strangling. They are destroying. They are butchering. Butchering what is left of this radio station. They're butchering this show. They're butchering what we can play, what we can say, what we can do. And Norma Kent, his, his response is, uh, Clarence is a uh, very handsome young man. And you wonder why I'm contemplating waddling out there in my underwear under the ninth, my little ninth floor balcony and just taking a little uh, dive off the edge? You wonder why would that thought would even ever cross my mind? These, these are not radio people. These are not even business people. These are crazy people is what they are. There is, and I don't care if anybody, you know, you don't have to say a word, but anybody who would try to compare the, the environment, the situation, the atmosphere, the, the whole ambiance, of what, the ratings, I mean, you name it. What's happening at QM right now? With even like six months to a year ago, it's like the difference between uh, sirloin steak and elephant poop. And believe me, it, the sirloin steak ain't on the table right now, because if it is, it smells very strange to me. Yeah, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I hear you. We've got a totally different environment now, and the response is, "But gee, don't you like me? Oh, don't you guys like me? Oh, come on." <laughs> That's our new GM. Don't you like me? How do you like me so far? Well, if I could play those sounds, I'd let you know. 1,143 votes on the poll, man. We got, we got that licked. We got a real response on the poll today. That's the important stuff. And a big response is 38.5% couldn't give a flying crap less about the heat. How do you like that? Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke a big fat one. WDQAM, hello. Hey, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's see this show. Uh, Neil, I got to yes. tell you, I'm surprised that you even have Norm Kent in your... Uh, in my I'm not what? trying to how you still have him as your attorney. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but back in the old days, the guy would have been gone, just like the bird, just like anybody else that wasn't doing what you told him to do. Yeah. Maybe it's time for somebody else. I thought you just said you were a new listener. No, 30-year listener. Oh, 30-year listener. So you, I thought, oh, okay, well, that changes it around just a little bit, 30 years. Yeah, Norm's out. Okay, bye-bye, Norma. Yeah, now that guy's right. I keep saying that, and I don't do it because I'm a weak sister, you know. I should say goodbye to that sister. That guy's right. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, give him the boot and... Yeah, you're out, Norma. You're accomplishing nothing, okay? I mean, when, I, when I'm waiting for the results of this hour-long meeting that's supposed to be a summer meeting to address some of the many, many issues that I have with this uh, current regime we got, and, and, and the response, the first thing I'm hearing is, well, uh, two, basically two things. Two things. Number one, Clarence is a very handsome young man, which, believe me, I mean, that, that's just, you know, a tribute to bad eyesight and, and a desperate queen. And number two, 
Uh, he's going to be sending, he advises them, he puts them on notice, he's going to be sending them the letter this week that he knows they're not going to pay any attention to. Now, can you get much butcher than that? Oh, no. No, you can't get much more macho than that. I guarantee a Condor Leaser is a lot more butcher than that. I guarantee a Man Coulter is a lot more macho than that. I was going to say Miss Fudge is even more macho than that, but that would be getting a little over the top. Bye-bye, Norma. Get out of my life. You loser, you. You idiot. You quizzling and... You fairy. You know, sometimes it's the things you can't see that really are bad for you. In South Florida for 28 years, Dry Concepts is simply the best at making your carpets look like brand new. I've used them myself for over 21 years, and they never let you down. When you dry clean your carpets, you really can. With Dry Concepts, you can clean today and entertain tonight. It's not just a slogan, it's for true. Carpets stay cleaner longer with no sticky residue left behind. And with over 50,000 satisfied customers, you know that they're doing a lot of things right for a long time. Let me remind you that Dry Concepts also are the experts in water damage restoration. Keep that in mind during hurricane and storm season underway as in this moment. Certified technicians get you out of the mold zone in minutes, not days. And Dry Concepts can get your home or business dry within 24 to 72 hours. It's guaranteed. To top it all off, Dry Concepts has a state-of-the-art oriental rug cleaning plant, the only one in town on-site. Uh, that's dedicated to keeping your expensive area rugs looking brand new. So do yourself a big favor, call Dry Concepts today. They'll do a phenomenal job on even the most hopeless-looking carpets. They'll make them look like you had brand new laid right on your floor. Call 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the Wicked Web, log on to dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mo Hammer today, and this portion of the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 slices of pizza. All for me! Coming up, catch of the day at two from QM's White Hot Heat headquarters. Anybody ready for that? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless lines. Kind of a really a tug of war today with this audience, isn't it? On this phone, tugging Tuesday. I mean, once they finally get going, man, it's been uh, pretty much uh, fabulous. Would you? Wouldn't that be the word you'd use? Uh, no, not really. What would the word be you'd use? I'm not allowed to say that word. Oh, indescribable. In other words, how about? How about that one? That's it. 1,160 votes on the poll. We're going to have over 1,200 by 1 o'clock. Holy moly, rat man. This is a tumultuous response. That's why they're not calling. They're busy online. Don't you think? Yeah, that's they're it. Tapping it out. WQAM, hello. Pretty much, uh, QAM, Heat Headquarters. Hey, Neil? Yes. How you doing? Okay. Um, I just had a suggestion about Ann Coulter. Can we put her on the border? Because uh, she's a real pit bull. Or send her over to Iraq, and she can read to the truth. Yeah, okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. Wonder why we don't have any lady callers? Because uh, there aren't any. And pound five sixty is always the same. Always the same. I feel like the, somebody has turned the clock back, and we've gone back to uh, Mr. Broward, and or no, even beyond that, Shirley Spellerberg and Irv Schindler on the old KAT days. 
Point, counterpoint. Even Crossfire went off the air. You know what I'm saying? Good. She's always got that same tone of hysteria in her voice. Yeah, I'm sure she means well, but unfortunately the end result is like, well, you've had some bad end results. Yes. And that's where that was coming from, right out of the hind end. WQAM, hello. Yeah, the Heat's going to lose, but what we need to be speaking about are excuses for the Dolphins this year. Okay. I'll call up one of the sports shows and call them in. Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe Dante's Culpeppers. You think that could be it? Or Ricky's in Toronto. Uh-oh. I seen him. I smelled him. <sighs> or maybe that was that big spliff he was smoking that I smelled. You think that could have been it? Probably, yeah. That might have been it. I smelt it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. How about those uh, Carolina Hurricanes, man? Let's get hockey intensive. What do you say? Back across the line to center no. ice, and Bork takes it. Oh, there you go. There's some ancient uh, Oilers and the Bruins, huh? With old Bob Cool before he became senile. Well, there you go. There's some Leafs TV. I bet you the uh, what's Raptors TV got on there? Oh, the Chuck Swirsky show. Suit, I didn't have one. I had no idea. Chuck Swirsky. The first suit I actually bought. For a job interview to show you. God Almighty! Um, Looks like he was uh, had a quince in his mouth or something. Five six seven oh five <laughs> or something. Pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. QAM. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah. Speaking. Uh, yeah, I know you're up in Canada, but I think I'm trying to cops in the parking lot. <laughs> See, the easy thing is just let it go all the way through and then just get rid of it at that right. point because I don't understand two Call back and tell me what kind of cell phone you got so I can Yeah, you got a hell of a phone, man. Fantastic. The best. Let's do some spots for them. 5670560, oh, pound 560, the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. I got a plan. I don't know how good it is, but let's take a whirl. Now, let me um, ask you, does it have to do with Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser? No, it has to do with getting rid of Joyce. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking this way. Because of her meddling and so forth, I've lost my Neil Rogers. Mm-hmm. So class action lawsuit. So in $10, every listener can start a class action lawsuit, yeah. and they $10 will pay mm-hmm. the attorneys. Uh-huh. How about, how about some real attorneys back. as opposed to Norma Kent? How about like a real attorney? Yeah, who's not yeah, going to send letters? Who's point. not going to send letters to them, threatening to do things that he tells them in advance? He knows they're not going to pay any attention to. I understand, but a class action lawsuit, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand of us, he'll have yeah. to pay attention. Okay, hold, right, hold your know. breath, Pally. Great idea. And are these people going to send in ten, fifteen, twenty cents? No, no. I mean, you saw that when we had that that fiasco with that. Uh, how, did we ever get a final number on that, or was it too embarrassing to even mention? I don't think we even got thirty, man. Thirty grand on that deal. No, we probably didn't, and we never got a final number. Yeah. Every time I asked Miguel for it, he's like, the guy hasn't contacted me. Mm-hmm. No, I think the guy left the country with whatever cash he got. I wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't surprise me. That whole thing was a scam from beginning to end. A disaster. It's kind of like what's going on now in general. Like it's a, like forced failure. You know, it's like guaranteed failure. WQA, that's why I still think these people are hey, right across the street. Yes, sir. Lilo, uh... I think that the prisoners at Guantanamo Bay, Neil, I think they've been murdered, Neil. What do you think? Yeah, right. 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, the other day I heard you guys talking about te- big screen TVs. Which one is the one you said was good? Samsung's the one I got, the uh, Samsung, uh, what's it called? The um, DLP or LP? DLP, DLP, 46-inch. Oh, okay, 46. 
Okay, thanks. Okay, good luck to you, Pat. You'll love it. The Humper got the same one. He loves it. That's the best one going, man. Don't get those. Uh, I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to tell you what to do, but that's just my personal advice. I love my set. I love my HD. And you'll be pleased to know that all those NBA games are on an HD, and the hockey game last night was on an HD, and the soccer game right now. I could go in the other room and watch the soccer game on uh, HD. I just, I just might do it. Well, just I can't play do it in the, here because sure I don't play the audio. Oh, this is impressive. Oh, it's nil nil. This is uh, still that same game? Who's no, this is, uh, I can tell by the symbol there, it's the Schweiz. It's Switzerland against somebody, because I can see by the uh, Schweiz, not Schwartz. That was earlier, Togo with Schwartz. This is Schweiz. It, it would be nice to that. I see, I don't want to see the replay. I'm not interested. It wasn't exciting the first time, sticking his leg out there and uh, tripping the guy. Let's see. Oh, there goes the ball way downfield. He just did a header back to midfield. Switzerland and France. Oh, Schweiz oh, and Francia. Whoa, baby. Yeah, nil and uh, nil nil. Okay, as in nil God. Man, I tell you, if this, and does that tell you a lot about what's wrong with the world? That this is the most popular so-called sport in the world. To me, this isn't even a sport. This is just uh, nonsense, stuff and nonsense. And it's all based on people getting like drunks. In fact, in little Portugal here two nights ago, I forgot to mention yesterday, they had all the Portuguese because they won their game that day. And so in little Portugal and Toronto, they had like uh, almost riots and people got bloody. There were pictures in the newspaper on the front page. You know, all these civilized people there. But boy, they win their their country wins a uh, soccer game. They're all going apeshmit. What it's all about, man? Is, is that what it's all about? So in other words, if you're if the soccer team that represents your country wins, what what does that say about you? Does that make you some kind of a minch because your your soccer team won? That make you some kind of somebody special? That's right. Because you're for some, from some tenth world country that nobody gives a crap about. God, I, I just don't get it. WQAM, hello. Hey, how happy are you for the wizard Ray Whitney, huh? Yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm not happy for Carolina, but I'm happy for him. Absolutely, I have to agree with you too. And uh, Hedekin and Cullen as well. They weren't good enough for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Ray. He'll have his name on that Stanley Cup after tomorrow night. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Love maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll send me a few bucks. He's a good guy. My good buddy Ray Whitney and his wife uh, Bridget. I told you I took them to Ruth Chris one night. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. In Fort Lauderdale. Well, that's the way it goes. You know, I'm the big spender. And, of course, the Rimmers were there, too, but <laughs> <laughs> oh. they're not the big spender. Anywhere there's a free meal, there are always were the Rimmers. Again, you notice that word that was in past tense? Don't see them no more. They're down there in Columbus, and thank goodness when they come up here, they know better than to bother me anymore. Five six seven oh five sixty. I'm just not into freeloaders. You know, I was more than happy to buy dinner for Ray. Although he, he actually with the Red Wings, I think he was making three million a year. But nothing could be finer than to be in K. And he hates it in Carolina, by the way. But he, I'm sure he's realized. See, that's a, there's a in every dark cloud, there's a silver lining. Just keep that in mind. Just keep saying that to yourself. Pretty soon you'll believe it. It's like, it's like this Joe Bell, Chris Jones thing. You know, this Joe Bell, Joyce, Clarence thing. Maybe out of all this mess, something good is going to happen. Do you believe it? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. Oh. I'm hoping. Yeah. I was asking Tommy, not you. Optimistic, man. I had the same response. Yeah. Mom. Just a couple of real pansies. WQAM, hello. WQAM, Andre's Conter calling in. Conter, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. You know, I'm watching all this. I still don't think the Democrats are going to win it in November. I think they're going to blow it, man. I can just smell it now. I can see the Carl Rove handwriting all over this thing. Al Zarqawi and Al Bush shows up in Iraq today with a surprise visit. And uh, you can just smell it, man. There's one, they're, they're not even smart enough to play some of the Republicans in their own game. One example I got, this NSA wiretapping. I, if you want to give up phone rights, why don't they just tack on, well, let's make the streets safer and let's tack, uh, take away some of your gun rights. 
Yeah. And then back up and let the NRA do the fighting for you. Uh-huh. Isn't that what the Republicans have been doing with the, the other issues? Democrats are impotent, man. They're just, uh, they're a death wish. They're, they're an accident waiting to happen. Pathetic. November's going to be pathetic. I still don't think they're going to do it. Pray for us all, Neil. Okay, I'll say a bracha hey. for you, Pally. Okay, and from afar. Say a bracha for me. We got Stephen Harper, baby. Oy vey. Fascist all over. Oh, look at that. Rove will not face charges in the flame case. Carl Roving maniac who's manipulating all this stuff. And I'm sure that the Bush trip to Iraq, this big surprise trip today, and he's shaking hands with Al-Maliki there and all these other guys. In the meantime, in the meantime, a little what they're not reporting very much on at all, as a matter of fact, it was on the website story that I read about all the violence again in Baghdad and all around Iraq today and all the murder and bloodshed and bombings and stuff that's going on all around. They're not talking about that. Oh, there's Joseph Wilson. He claims I did. Oh, that's just file footage, okay? I thought maybe he, they were going to let him say something. Oh, they won't let him say nothing. Twelve minutes past noon. Like I say, Gornish Telfin, man, enjoy your life. That's all you can do because the fascists have taken over. You know, we, we're, life goes in cycles. And we had the Nazis in, in Europe in the uh, 30s and 40s. And now we went, you know, 60, 70 years. And now we got the Nazis back all over the world. Although they did finally wise up in Italy. They got rid of their Nazi, Berlusconi, but nevertheless. What's that, what's that got to do with the price of pasta, right? Right. 1,180 votes. Dial 1180 WHAM Rochester. All right. Horrible station. Boring. Here's Bob Turner on WHAM. You know that when I went to high school, I think I told you this before. They used to give away Rochester Amherst hockey tickets on the air if you'd like to send in a postcard. That's pretty cool, I guess. And several times I actually won Amherst hockey tickets. That's probably because there weren't a lot of people listening. There were probably not a people. No, actually, the Amherst did pretty well. They're still around, the Rochester Amherst. How do you like that? I guarantee you they'd probably draw almost as well as the uh, Panthers if they had as big of an arena. They do okay. How much do you care about the Miami Heat? Eleven hundred and uh, look at that. We'll have over twelve hundred by the bottom of this hour. This is shocking to me. This is flabbergasting, isn't it? I'd say so, yeah. The fact that we even have this many people left listening after all the obstructions and the... Uh, it's, as a matter of fact, if this was a hockey game, they'd be calling penalties every 10 seconds for obstruction. Obstruction hooking, obstruction uh, screwing it up, obstruction this and that. There's Joe Bell in the penalty box with, with Joyce. She's got that big uh, device out again. Put your pants back on, Joe. Cut it out. 1,186 votes. How much do you care about the heat? I don't give a Schmidt. 454. 38.2%. Well, maybe it's not as white-hot as we think it is, huh? I'll watch some and read the result. 360, 30.3%. It's a little over. About 30, man. That doesn't seem like too enthusiastic. Big fan. I'll watch every playoff game. 235, 19.8%. Okay? I'll read about the scores, but won't watch any of it. 121. That's another 10%. So we're almost, you know, this is the way this is evening out now, it's almost exactly like the Sun Sentinel pool yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Because the number of indifferent or don't care people was like about 47%. Remember I said it was almost half? Right. In ours right now, if you had those two together, it's 48.4%. And I hate this pool 16, 1.3%. Very few. So they likes it, man. They like it a lot. And the pool, too. Finally, a TV experience like no other. Comcast digital cable with on-demand is easy to use and lets you take viewer control to a whole new level. With Comcast On Demand, TV is on your terms because you can choose a show on your schedule and pause and rewind it whenever you want. And for a limited time, you can get connected to Comcast Digital Cable and HBO On Demand for just $34.99 a month for your first three months. Why is TV so much better with On Demand? For starters, you can watch over 3,000 free movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is ready to start when you say so. With programming including free movies, kids shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more, you'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. You sure can't get all this with satellite. So ditch that dish today, toss it in the alley, Sally, and get big savings of up to 515 bucks plus on demand so you can build your own TV schedule. 
Best of all, on demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how ever man's without it. Call today and order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of on demand for only $34.99 a month for your first three months. In date, call 305-COMCAST and in 954-COMCAST. Call today for full details. Don't forget, certain restrictions apply. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QA. God? <laughs> I usually uh, step on that last part. Didn't do it that time, though. Oh. <clears throat> like that bass line. Yeah. 21 past noon at QAM. We got Kelty at 2. <laughs> Speaking of uh, this, <laughs> a consumer advocacy, advocacy group uh, sued the operator of Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant chain today to try to force it to stop frying foods in artery-clogging fat. Well, good luck. Just look out the window there. Not the one by you, because we don't have a window, but the one out there in the uh, bullpen. Look out the window. What's right next door there? Nice kernel. KFC. You can almost smell the fat. You can smell the fat. Can you? Yes. When you walk outside, you can smell the grease. That's the first time you could smell the fat in our building since Josh Friedman was there. Can you really? I never noticed that. Of course, I used to get out of there real fast. You know, I didn't hang around long enough to, to sniff what was in the hood. Once in a while, do, 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 do. I could sniff that. That was not a good aroma. The Center for Science and the Public Interest in a suit filed against Yum Brands, Inc. in the Superior Court for the District of Columbia said some KFC meals were startlingly high in artery-clogging trans fat from the partially hydrogenated oils used for frying. Not just high, but startlingly high. CSPI Executive Director Michael Jacobson said it was harder to avoid trans fat at KFC than at other fast food restaurants. 
Trans fat is almost everywhere on his menu, he'd be saying. By frying in such a dangerous oil, KFC is making its unsuspected consumers' arteries extra crispy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you stand out in the crowd, you can probably plunk them like rubber pans. They're so extra crispy. The suit seeks to force the KFC chain to stop cooking with trans fat or clearly warn customers about the health hazard. KFC does not properly warn, disclose, or even tell consumers that they're eating food items prepared with the worst oil available. The group sent a legal complaint. The group asked the court to switch to a healthier frying oil. If that's ruled out, the group asked the court to require signs of KFC outlets saying, KFC fried chicken and certain other foods contain trans fat, which promotes heart disease. How about a skull and crossbone sounds good? Fair enough. A KFC spokesman was not immediately available for comment. They're hiding in the kitchen. CSPI said a typical three-piece combo meal with an extra crispy chicken drumstick, two extra crispy thighs, potato wedges, and a biscuit contained 15 grams of trans fat. 15 grams! Oh, my God. Yeah. Health experts suggest minimizing trans fat consumption as much as possible. Research shows it raises LDL, or bad cholesterol, while lowering HDL, the good stuff. <coughs> Last week, number three U.S. burger chain Wendy's said it would significantly cut trans fat from its menu by switching to a new blend of corn and soy oil for French fries and breaded chicken items. McDonald's vowed in 2002 to remove trans fat from its French fries in the U.S., but uh, they're still thinking about it. Haven't done so yet. Yum Brands, based in Louisville, also operates the Pizza Hut and Taco Bell fast food chains. How do you like that, huh? KFC, you're killing us, man. You're making our arteries extra crispy. Like That's people don't line. know that. They don't have anything on the menu. That they don't fried. know that. Are you it's kidding fried, me? Man. Do you think before people go through the drive-thru, they're, they're adding up, they got their little calculator there, adding up how many grams of trans fat they're getting from the colonel? You no. really believe that? Definitely not. Full of crap. 1,215 votes already. My head is swimming. I can't believe it. In what? Can you believe it? Well, what's going on with this? I guess maybe they're sending a message here, but of course it's going to fall on deaf ears because where there's no sense, there's no feeling. Maybe the message is to both of these so-called sports stations that they're a little, a little bit too <laughs> intensive for their taste, okay? There's just too many other things going on, man. we got the Red Hot Marlins. They took two out of three in San Diego, which I know nobody's talking about that. They're actually like over 20 wins now, aren't they? I think they have like 23. 22 or 3, I think, yeah. Man, they got, they got a shot at 60 wins. Well, don't get carried away, but About 55. You got a shot at it. And we got the big World Cup going on that the whole rest of the world is all whipped up into a frenzy about. And we got that Abu Nidal or whatever his name is, that uh, terrorist uh, tennis player that beat Roger Federer on uh, Sunday. Huh? All kinds of sports stuff going on, man. And these people, it's only, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. It's the first time they made it to the finals and there's nothing else going on and nobody cares about the Marlins and it's a horseball town. I understand all these things. And a lot of people are sick and dead. We already had the first almost hurricane yesterday and we just barely are into hurricane season on the calendar. I understand all of these all of these things. things. They're depressed and PO'd about it. But they're sure not calling us today, man. We've got to keep probing. and I sure hope it's not going to be that way for George all summer long. Because right. you know how emo emotional he gets. Yes. He'll, he'll start smoking a big fat one right in the middle of the show. 1226 at 560 WKO. You know, yesterday's show, remember how I kept saying it was just zooming on by and it did? Yeah, but uh, not, not the same today. Today... I feel like we've been sitting here for about 75 hours, don't you? Yes. Even I've... Tommy in there has only been there a short time. He feels like he's been in there for a month. It's taking forever, man. Good God. Yeah. Let's move that clock along, man. Move it along. Just like in a soccer match, they keep the clock running. Keep it running, baby. Hey, if you're a cigar smoker, speaking of lighting up, and like to kick back with a good premium brand, then Bahia Cigars by Tony Burhani is for you. These hard-to-find cigars are made with first-grade tobacco, processed and aged up to 10 years. But he is a real boutique cigar maker specializing in small batch, hard-to-find tobacco. 
Bahia Gold, a flagship line, gets a 91 rating by Cigar Fisnado Cigar Insider and 9.1 rating by Smoke Magazine. This rich-flavored, well-balanced, full-bodied Nicaraguan cigar has got earthy hints of dark roast coffee, chocolate, spice, and pepper flavors. Also be sure to try the Bahia Deseo, the hottest-released cigar in the last 10 months. The Deseo gets a high rating of 91 by Cigar Aficionado's Cigar Insider. It's a powerful cigar, man. It'll tear your kishkis out with complex notes of leather, earth, and pepper. The finish is long and full-bodied with additional spice and a note of charred wood. If you want to save 40% off the price of all your Bahia cigars when you call, just tell them old Neil Rogers told you to call, and they'll uh, laugh their ass off and knock 40% off the price. Call 1-800-35-BAHIA. That's 1-800-35-BAHIA. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Just send another caustic email to your buddy. To your close personal buddy, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just send another caustic email. That's two today. Yeah, that's two in this. But this was a PS, you know? Oh, okay. 1232 at 560 WQM. He doesn't respond to these anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. I could send him like 50. <clears throat> he doesn't He doesn't deal well with, like, bad news, you know? Well, you know maybe, maybe he'll call you. I hope not. Join WQM this afternoon from 2 to 4 with Geldy. Geldy! That's the one. And Eddie K at QM's White Hot Heat headquarters in the catch of the day in Miami. Eddie K will be on after the Marlin game tonight. Marlins and the Braves. Any interest in that one, man? No. It's big. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's start with another heavy duty uh, run of calls here. What do you say? I'm sure they'll be great. Dare to be great, like Glenn Turner, the hair lip guy from Orlando. Every time I mention that, you know, I've, I've talked to George about that 400 times over the years, and every time I mention, it's like the first time, like he doesn't know who I'm talking about. Yeah, he always mentions his best friend. Who's that? Because he, he had a uh, hair lip best friend. Oh, that's right. And I thought his best friend was like a, a, a Jamaican guy. Oh, no, that's just his best dealer. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless. The guy that's over at the barber shop around the corner there by the sub shop. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Neely. Yes, sir. Love the show. I know that uh, I don't care about the heat and I don't care about soccer. I know the day's going slow, but I have something I'd like to play for you for about thirty seconds, okay? Well, what is it? It's Bob Prince. It's what? Bob Prince. Last game. Bob of Prince. Field. Okay. Bob Prince. Open the window, Lenny. Aunt Minnie, here it comes. It looks like we're going to close it now. One ball, one strike. And I'll be honest with you, it's getting to me. A one-one pitch. One ball popped into left fielder. And Jeter waiting. Two out. Okay, well, I think that's enough of that. Good to hear Bob Prince's voice off speed, though. A little bit sped up there. It sounded like Bob Prince on speed. 
5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon one. They've hit a home run. Rosie Rosewell had like a little um, piece of glass and like a little mallet, like a hammer. Is that right? This is a true story. And he would like crack the glass to make the sound effect. Open the window, Aunt Minnie. Here it comes. Well, which I realize is not nearly as exciting as up, up and away. Oh. Now, why, why you got to go there? What do you mean, why have I got to go there? Every just time. Played, he just played the great Bob Prince because he's very, very bad. He's boring. That's why. And, you know, and I realize you can't say anything, but the fact is everybody knows that. Every, everybody heard that call in the Marlins winning the World Series, and he announced it like he was like somebody just had an egg fart. You yeah, know, well, uh, he has some really good calls as well. Well, I haven't heard those. I, I must have missed those. You know, you're defending the indefensible, okay? He is boring. He is absolutely badass boring. Just like that rich Waltz guy is sounds like a 10-year-old kid trying to do a ball game. But then again, in South Florida, you know, how many people actually ever heard great broadcasters in any sport? You know, unless they heard Mr. Weaver. 5670560. Well, you don't like any broadcasters common today. That's baloney. What are you talking about? Well, give me one. In, in what sport? Whatever you want. If it's somebody who's like a younger person... That's okay. Oh, are we back to this again? I asked you, and you couldn't give me anybody. Well, no, you told me somebody who's going to be legendary to name somebody who's yeah. going to be legendary. Well, name me somebody that was going to be famous, remembered. I like I like Chip Carey. He's okay. He's not great. He's not his granddad. He's certainly not even his dad, but he's pretty good. Joe Buck is okay in spite of the fact that you keep preventing him an ass. He's okay. He's, he's generic sounding, but he's all right. I think he's good for baseball. Yeah. Not great, though. He's not legendary. His dad was legendary, Jack Buck. Very good. Joe Buck is just another voice. He sounds a little like Dave O'Brien, who sounds a little bit like him, who sounds a little bit like... They, they all sound the same. They're cookie-cutter people, you know? And I still say Booster should have taken the job as the voice of the Mets. That was a bad mistake. See, I mean, you know, you're a hard-ass because you work with George all the time, and it rubbed off, I guess. You don't want to, you know, don't want to admit it. If, if you were given the opportunity to be the voice of the um, Marlins, would you say no? Assuming you could do it, which, I, you know, assuming you had that ability, would, would you turn it down? Well, I don't know. I mean, if I had a so that you could work with your going. boyfriend on a make-believe talk station that's got like a, a point one share there in the afternoon, is, is that your idea of like a great broadcasting career? Maybe he and, likes TV and maybe TV. once every six months somebody would hear you on ESPN doing a national game. <laughs> My God, what does it take to convince people? You know, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, when's coming back? When's Mo coming back, baby? WQAM, hello. Yeah. Neil? Yeah. Hi. How you doing? Okay. Oh, that was it. That was his material. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, Colvin Harlow. To see how I'm doing. I beg your pardon? What was it? I didn't hear what he said. You hear what he said? No. Oh, must have been really good. It was It was quick, and it was our last call. I think I may go to music here. 5670560. Boy, it's going to be a long, hot summer. Don't remind me. Man, you guys are really going to be uh, in for it. The survival of the human race depends on its ability to find new homes elsewhere in the universe because there's an increasing risk that a disaster will destroy the Earth, world-renowned scientist Stephen Hawking said today. It's enough to make you want to play a Stephen Hawking bit, isn't it? Yes, it is. You've probably never read any of his work, like his book, Theories of the Universe, but you might have seen his cameo appearance on The Simpsons. Now, for one night only, stand-up comedy at its best. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the third strand in its DNA told it to. <laughs> That's right. Okay, that is right. The British astrophysicist told a news conference in Hong Kong that humans could have a permanent base on the moon in 20 years and a colony on Mars in the next 40 years. 
We won't find anywhere as nice as Earth unless we go to another star system, added Hawking, who arrived to a rock star's welcome yesterday. Tickets for his lecture plant for tomorrow were sold out. He added that if humans can avoid killing themselves in the next hundred years, they should have space settlements that can continue without support from Earth. It's important for the human race to spread out into space for the survival of the species, Hawking said. Life on Earth is at the ever-increasing risk of being wiped out by a disaster. Kind of like we're being wiped out here at QAM by a disaster. Such as sudden global warming, nuclear war, a genetically engineered virus, or other dangers we haven't thought of yet. Hawking said he's teaming up with his daughter to write a child's book about the universe aimed at the same age range as the Harry Potter books. It's a story for children, he said, which explains the wonders of the universe. You going to go out and get that? Uh, he's oh, hawking good. it. He's hawking it. Five six seven oh five. I'm going to give these numbers one more time, and I'm going to play music. I'm going to play all my favorite oldies. What? What are you laughing about? That's, hey, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm trying to get over this. The last vestiges of this <clears throat> little rasp I got, and these people are just—they're just not—they're just not, not into it. And then that broad. Yeah. When, when's the last time we had a lady caller before her? About six months ago. Yeah. And it's the same old. And, and you know what? That six months ago call uh, probably was her. God, she just—she gives me spilkies that broad. Drives me nuts. 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. For years I've been telling you to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need a bed. <clears throat> they can deliver it with any two-hour window that you want. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants. How do you like this uh, frog? <clears throat> oh, look at that. Mmm, magenta. And they can deliver that mattress with any two-hour window that you pick. If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check out mattress.com. Shop on the web anytime, day or night, with product details, prices, and photos. You can check out online or call to place your order and schedule delivery. Get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during these so-called big sales. Plus, you get 12 months financing. Dial a mattress has the complete line of all the top names, Sealy, Serta, King Coil, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt, too. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you get the lowest prices on the best brands. Dollar Mattress ranked number one in the world of customer satisfaction. I've been using them for years. <laughs> oh, my God, another one, only this time ultraviolet. So if you want to sleep like a baby starting as soon as tonight, make that call right now. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for saliva. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. It's Dave! In Miami Town. 560-WQAM. I, 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 and I say Buenos Dias, I'm sneaking into the U.S. of A, and I'll make my home in an old Chevrolet, I don't need insurance, I'll work for low pay, I see border agents, and I run away, I, 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 I'm an illegal Latino. I, 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 I. I'm faster than Speedy Gonzalez. I'll bring my wife, all my children, and then I'll have a fiesta with 12 million friends. The minute men try to find us, and when they catch and deport us, we sneak back again. I, 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 I. We're all illegal Latinos. 
47 at 560 WQAM. I mean, to give you an example, remember you had your little um, controversy over your contract deal and whether you were going to be doing uh, the FM or doing this or whatever. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how could I forget, by the way? Now, suppose there would have been a meeting to resolve the conclusion of that deal, okay? Okay. Uh, and suppose that that meeting was Norma Kent and Miss Bell and uh, whoever else, okay? Clarence. All right. And after the meeting was over, you, of course, had to call Norma because she wasn't calling you. She's too busy uh, defending uh, pot people in court. And you called her up, and the first thing she said to you was, well, uh, i got to say, uh, Clarence is a handsome young man. They're all going to laugh at you. But what would your response be? Would you feel like just a total sense of, like, I give up like that? Um, I would be uh, shocked, yeah, amazed, just totally demoralized. Like, like what's the use, you know? Like, like uh, Santino said in The Godfather, Papajenko, look what I got. Remember that? Yes, I do. Well, I think it's the same. Matt Damon and his wife, Luciana Bozan, are the parents of a baby girl, Isabella, their first child. The actor's publicist said yesterday, aren't you excited about this? Not this really. Is... Now, you said she's a beast. Is that correct? I, no, I did not say that. Oh, I said sure. she, ain't, she ain't much. But then again, looks aren't everything, you understand? Well, ask, ask Brittany about that. She'll tell you. Now, I, saw, I saw a little clip. Brittany was being interviewed on somewhere, and she's crying. Where were people? Don't they understand? Where were people? And she's squirting the tears. Oh, brother. Squirt, squirt. Yeah. Give me a break. Mother and baby, everyone is wonderful. Fine. Publicist Jennifer Allen said the baby was born Sunday in a Miami <clears throat> hospital. You ready for that? Okay. It's a Miami native, the kid. The couple were married December 9th in New York City during a private ceremony attended by the bride's daughter, Alexa. It was the first, uh, uh, then seven from a previous marriage. It was the first marriage for Damon, 35. A lot of people have said Gay. him and Ben Affleck, but of course, that's ridiculous. Does anybody really believe that? Uh-huh. Damon shared a best screenwriting Oscar with Ben Affleck for 1997's Goodwill Hunting. Both Damon and Affleck starred in the movie. Actually, I wouldn't think Affleck really starred in it. He was like, he was like an afterthought in the movie. It was, it was like Matt it. Damon and Robin Williams. <clears throat> and it was very bad, by the way, bad movie. Damon's screen credits also include Rolls in Saving Private Ryan, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Ocean's Eleven, The Born Identity, and Syriana. His upcoming films include Ocean's Thirteen and The Born Ultimatum. That, that's what we need to do here at QM. The QM Ultimatum. That's what we need to lay down. You don't think? Let's get it done. Let's get Tommy to do it. Tommy's the man. Yeah. No? No. I'm going to fax you. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to fax it directly to you. And you're going to march down the hall there, and you're going to knock on every door and give them what for, man? Oh, yeah. You're going to give them an ultimato. They'll really listen to me. Huh? They'll really listen to me. That's right. Oh, yeah. Big strapping guy weighs 170 pounds. 75. Get out. I don't want to go through this again. I don't want to go through that again. Don't believe it. All right, well. Do you think he weighs 175 pounds? Actually, I'm up to 178. I've been eating a lot. I don't know why he'd lie. Uh, you're sitting there looking at him, aren't you? Well, yeah, he's tall, too. He's, he's a screen like beam, man. I mean, My ass weighs more than he does. God. <laughs> I don't want to know that. 
Well, just well, a little piece of information here for you. <laughs> Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty. Some people like a piece of uh, information. Some people like piece of pie. Like who you're dating? Or like a pizza pie. Yeah, like who I'm dating. That was, that guy's good. It's always the same thing. You know, there's the one guy with my wardrobe, and he's worried about my wardrobe. Then the guy about whom I tell us who you're dating. Yeah, like 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 what is that? <sighs> Just pathetic. And that's because these people have no new material. I think you might want to write it down in the log that today's the day they finally ran out. Not a good news. Not a good news for the rest they of the week. They just quit on us today. Yeah. <clears throat> when we needed them the most, and when my my phlegm is acting up again here, they want to really need them the most, and they never come through for it ever. Just like that that big anniversary thing. About thirty, man. That went over really big. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Listen, I don't know if you have on your website. I haven't checked the bedtime stories over the weekend or anything like that, or it might have even been earlier during the week. I picked up a British rag magazine the other day and a little article on Galloway saying that would be morally justified if somebody went ahead and assassinated uh, Blair. Did you see yeah, that? That's from two weeks ago. Well, as I said, I don't, you know, I keep my head way down in the sand, so, you know, I don't really pay it's a good place for it, believe me. <laughs> hey, listen up real quick. Uh, you know, I don't know, you said the other day um, that uh, Hank belongs back on in the afternoons. Yes. And uh, I was just saying, you know, for your station, I'm no, I'm no program director, but, uh, you know, maybe you guys ought to put Geldy on in the morning. Against uh, that that crap station, uh, the 790, see who gets worse ratings, and that could really tell the station if they should get rid of Gelby or not. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Let's stick him on a morning drive. Uh -huh. who, who, who can get a worse rating, and then you can see either how pathetic the other station is, or if it's time to finally get Gelby off the air because he's. Uh, we're we're, all, we're already doing that. We're already doing that. He, they had a point five in the three o'clock hour in the last book. Okay, we we had a point five. I think he had you at. I'm not a program director. Yeah, let's play program director today. Go ahead. What would you do, Tommy? Who What's do you want to have on the station? Huh? I'd put George on in the morning. Uh, you put George on in the morning? George is a little coma-inducing for you. He's kind of low-key for a morning show. Eh, to each his low own. Low-key. Huh? To each his own. Yeah. Let's get rid of sports. Let's just do... Uh... Now, now you're talking. Tommy's the new PD. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of this damn shack crap, man. They're killing us. Uh, you, you can feel it. I'm glad Tommy's in there today because he's been there a long time. You can smell it, man. When this station gets one and two and even has numbers in the middle of the daytime, they've got fractions that have got like a zero in front of it, that's got to tell you right there, you've got to be some kind of a, a, a numbskull. Not to say, hey, man, we better do something. We better get off our ass. These people act like they're, they're I just emailed uh, Joe Bell. I said, like, we're stuck in neutral, maybe reverse. Wait a minute, again? No, I mean, that second one. Oh, okay. Why, you want me to send another one? <laughs> do what you got to do, man. Hey, at least it gets us out, out of my system, you know? It is the most frustrating experience. I've been in this business. I've worked for every kind of people. I worked for people I had great respect for. I worked for people I had no respect for. I worked for people I thought were like really brilliant radio people like Dick Casper. I worked for people I thought were like morons like Stanley Cohen. But I have never encountered anything as frustrating as this. And the excuse is always, well, Joyce this and Joyce that. And you know, when I say Joyce you, that's what I would say, Joyce you. Get off the dime, baby. Get off your dead ass. Do something. Even like the last guy said, even, even put something ridiculous on, which is most of what we got on anyway. We got that. Ow! I mean, is that the sound you want to wake up every morning? By the way, I just want to throw out there, I've, a bunch of people are sending stories over. Yeah. Like the facts. We're all set. We don't need these. Stories about what? Just crap. I got stories, man. I got a pop. Exactly. I, you, you think I'm going to sit here and read till 2 o'clock? I can barely speak. I got this damn uh, <clears throat> frog back. The bufo toad is back. Feel fine, but I got like a little scratch in there, you know, just a little uh, phlegm. Maybe it's a big tumor. We can only hope. 
5670560. Yeah, play program director. Who do you folks want on in the morning? I mean, the Humper does not belong on in the morning. That was a bad mistake. He's not a morning guy. I, I got an idea. Let's put Ira on in the morning. What are you laughing about? He's already on the station about 15 hours a day. Maybe him and Goldie then. Don't, don't stop yeah. there. I, I say the, the biggest way to start on the road to recovery for WQM, Hitman. Hitman. I mean, I'm not talking about Joyce. You know that handsome young man? <clears throat> That's where we need to start, right there. The handsome young man. And I'll be willing to pay for it, man. If I were him, I'd be real, real nervous the next time I started my car. 1256 at 560 WQM. Lobster Fest is back every Friday through Sunday at Emerald Coast, the best Chinese buffet in South Florida, with three locations for you. Sunrise, Pembroke Pines, and Sunny Isles Beach. And this week, it's a perfect time to bring Dad to the Emerald Coast to celebrate Father's Day. Boy, he can really pig out there. Take Dad out for that special dinner this weekend to the Emerald Coast. Over a 100 different items are featured on the Emerald Coast Buffet. So try them all. Start out with six gourmet soups, then go for the New York steak, grilled to order, just the way you love it. Hand-carved prime rib. There's a sushi bar and all the traditional Asian dishes, as well as a salad and shrimp bar. You won't know what to eat next at the Emerald Coast. And their dessert bar is fantastic, too, during the week. And on the weekends, even more so. Because on the weekends, they have the 40-inch chocolate fountain. It'll make your mouth water as you hand-dip your strawberries, marshmallows, cheesecake, other decadent treats, and loads of milk chocolate for dessert. A perfect ending to a fantastic feast at the Emerald Coast. I'll guarantee you will waddle out of there. And unlike certain other places that we won't mention, they use only healthy, cholesterol-free canola oil and never any MSG. So it's good for you, and it'll fill you up like crazy. Bring the whole family and Dad to the Emerald Coast real soon. Call 954-572-3822 for Father's Day reservations at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 5.60 Oh, boy. It's the one to two hour. You must be very, very quiet. When colds and allergies have your nasal passages feeling like a plugged up rabbit hole. Wabbit! Well, reach for the double-barreled relief of Sudafud. Like a shotgun in pill form, Sudafud hunts down the toughest sinus problems. There you are. Take that congestion and that post-nasal dwip. <laughs> so whether it's cold season, allergy season, or rabbit season. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Reach for Sudafud. It'll blow up. Away your wascally cold and allergy symptoms. <laughs> Twelve hundred eighty-nine votes. We're going to have thirteen hundred before you can shake your lamb's tail, man. <laughs> A food reporter's bag containing video and audio recording equipment, honey and oyster shell, and seasoning rub. I'm sorry. A food reporter's bag containing video and audio recording equipment, honey. <laughs> An oyster shell and seasoning rub was blamed for prompting officials to close Tallahassee's airport for three hours and evacuate the terminal yesterday. The configuration of the electronic gear and organic material looked suspicious when TSA officers viewed it through equipment used to scan carry-on luggage, said Tallahassee Police Officer David McCraney. Something indicated this was not your typical bag, and they pressed the alarm, McCraney said. It's like winning the lottery, but the lottery you don't want to win. Todd Coleman, food editor for Savour Magazine, whatever that is, was detained but later released after the bag was removed from the terminal, and a robot opened to disclose its contents. I was afraid they were going to blow my bag up, Coleman said. It would have blown my story up. Coleman had come to Tallahassee to visit his parents who lived there and do a story on the food of nearby Apalachicola, Florida's oyster capital. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, I never knew that. The Apalachicola area is also famous for Tupelo honey that Coleman had in his bag. It's Tupelo honey. 
The airport uh, reopened at about 10 o'clock, and all incoming outgoing flights resumed. He was released, but missed his flight. Explosives are organic in nature, but rarely trigger an alarm because screeners can tell X-ray scans from X-rays that it's food, paper, or some other harmless material. In this case, the positioning of the honey, electronic ear, and batteries looked like parts of an improvised an IED. Ooh. Johnson said the bomb squad was alerted. The airport shut down after only five screeners examined the uh, X-ray images and all came, <coughs> came to the same conclusion. A robot placed the bag in a portable containment tank, and it was taken to an isolated location for further examination. Coleman said, I started to worried I was going to get accused of something I didn't do like a Hitchcock movie. I almost got punished for being a food writer. That'll teach you to be putting all that crap in your sack, man. Have a clean sack when you go through the airport. That's right. It's the least you can do. Oh, there's your president's over there in Iraq with, uh, with uh, Maliki Balamaki, whatever that guy's name is. That's Mata head. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get about four thousand calls on this last hour. What do you say to make up for lost time? Word. They're kind of like really laying back on us today, really sloughing off. And pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Neil, can I make yes, a sir. brief comment about yesterday's poll? About yesterday's poll? Yes, just very brief. Can yeah. I have Sandra Day O'Connor on there for for Bush v. Gore? For what? For Bush v. Gore. Oh, for people that we uh, hate. Yeah. Okay. And that was it. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular wireless line. What the hell's wrong with Sandra Day O'Connor? She sure as hell looked better than what we got in there now. My God, at least she wasn't some kind of fascista. You know, maybe that's it. They can't add to the poll, and they've uh, seized up. What do you mean by that? I'll tell you one thing. We got like almost. I bet you if I refresh it now, we got thirteen hundred votes. Twelve ninety nine. Oh my God! If Robert Greeper gets his vote in there, I bet you Robert likes. <laughs> He probably uh, shares the same icy sleeve. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. My mother has a red car, too, but she doesn't have red hair like you do. There we go. Just waiting for the hang-up. I don't know. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat right now waiting for the heat game. Oh, I just fell off my seat. Yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to tell you that. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the singular and the Verizon and all these other wireless lines. I bet you I refresh it now. It's going to go to thirteen hundred or mo or maybe mo. What do you say? Thirteen oh one. Let's hear it. Oh. All right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, man. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, I'll let you uh, vote for Nancy Gray. That bitch. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get back in your time machine, man. You're on the wrong machine. WQAM. Hello. Okay, sir. Oh, appreciate you taking my call. I've been trying to call you for a while. I've, uh, about two weeks ago, I was listening to this clown who's on uh, has this uh, TV show also, and they were trying to uh, justify in the event that we had to uh, uh, bomb Iran with uh, nuclear bombs that everybody was up in arms due to the fact that we're not going to throw these gigantic atomic bombs. We're going to throw these little guys, which really aren't so bad. And I was amazed how they could sit there for hours and call us and call in and try to justify the fact that we're going to nuke somebody's country, but with small little nuclear bombs, you know, right. they only kill, you know, a couple of million. Well, as Monty I would say, they would be lightly killed. <laughs> That's correct. Anyway, I appreciate you listening to me, but man, Okay, I, good uh, luck to us, Pally. It's a miracle I did. 5670560, believe me, if I had a lot of calls, and pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line, a little bomb to be lightly killed, you know, kind of like Al Zarqawi there. They dropped two big 500-pounders on the house, man, all concrete and uh, steel. 
And there was nothing but rubble there, man. It just Barney rubble. Do you know? Did you see all those? Uh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I saw the explosion. They showed the explosion. And yet he came out of there like in one piece. That, 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 forget about the blood on the head and the bloody nose, man. And, just, and, and a little bit of rouge they put on his one cheek there. They put on? I, I mean, uh, a little blood wound up on his cheek, sure. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, sir. I wanted to try something about Apalachicola. Yeah. Yeah, because Neil didn't know about Apalachicola being the oyster capital of Florida. Right. And I wanted to tell him a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. Such as what? Well, for example, you can go to Apalachicola, which is, by the way, on the Apalachicola Bay, yeah. uh, which where there are huge oyster beds, uh -huh. and, you, and you can literally buy bushel bags of oysters right out of the water. Well, I'll be damned. You go right ahead and have a good time, okay? I don't like oysters. 1,306 votes. Maybe he's talking about mountain oysters. You think that's what it is? I'll go pick some and go to the airport. Five, six, seven, and, and don't forget the honey. And pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. I think maybe we're starting to whip them up a little bit now. You see this? They're starting to come alive yeah. a little bit. Just well, a little bit. Maybe it's a little the slow today. Talk. They're a little bit slow. Maybe if we got back to that crossover one of these days, you think that's going to happen? No. No. I say, let's cross uh, Hank back over to the afternoon where he belongs. Get Geldy on there in the morning. How do you, you like that programming suggestion, huh? And you know it's coming from across the street. And don't forget the Dick Stockton, Leslie Visser. And Dick Stockton, Leslie Visser, and Gildy. Oh, my God. How can you top that, huh? Eat your heart out, Joel Feinberg. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know I love you, so keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, man, it was good. WQAM, hello. Neil. QAM. Yes, sir. I've fallen. Yeah, good. And don't get up. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Whatever happened to that girl you had in the back seat of the car up there in Michigan? Yeah, she's still in the back seat. Uh, never got to the back seat, schmuck. Get the story right, idiot. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Matter of fact, I'm not really into uh, hanky panky in the car with anybody when you come right down to it. It's a little uncomfortable. Well, it has its time and its place, like high school when you get. Yeah, high school when you got no place to go and you can't afford a motel and stuff like that. Yeah, right. uh, doing all the acrobatics in the back seat. I understand. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Uh, only thing I want to say about that guy who uh, had the food in his hair is a uh, suitcase. Food in his hair, yeah. Uh, get the honey, Junior. Yeah. WQAM, hello. <laughs> oh, hey, so yeah, I just put it in my pipe and I smoked it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell you one thing. We believe part of that. I don't think it was your pipe, though. Rectum. Yeah, we know where you put it. I don't know what took them so long, but uh, uh, they're fired that up That was now. good. See, they're, they're all whipped up now. 1,313 votes on the poll. Oh, look at that. Carl Rove is relieved. Yeah, he ought to be relieved of his uh, presence on the face of the earth. Slimy, low-down, conniving piece of turd. How much do you care about the heat? That's our poll question today. That one kid, he slid right off the seat, right into Clarence's lap. Hey, Clarence, next time you start your car, you're going to be hearing some real strange sounds, okay? And you know what they're probably going to be? What's that? Farting, farting sounds. I don't give a schmidt about the heat. 506, 38.5%. Boy, this is getting a phenomenal response. I'll watch some and read the result. 390, 30%. Now, not too enthusiastic. Right around about 30, man. Percent. Big fan will watch every playoff game. Look at that. 265 or over 20%, 20.1%. We got the heat fans on the bandwagon now. I'll read about the scores. Won't watch, though. 132, 10%. You add that to the 38.5%, 48.5%. What I say in Sunset yesterday, 47. See that on our scientific poll? 
and I hate this poll, only 20, 1.5% out of over 1,300 votes, only 20 hate this poll. They like it. They love it. And if you're wrapped up into a frenzy or not about the heat, because quite frankly, I couldn't care less. But be sure and join QM today from 2 to 4 with Geldy and 10 to 2 with Eddie K, or at least after the Marlin game tonight, at QM's White Hot Heat headquarters at the catch of the day in Miami. And catch it. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Black people. Eighteen at five sixty WQM. Here's a fax from Alan, one of our chronic faxers and listeners in Key West. Says thanks for another great year of listening. We're getting out of this hell hole for our annual three month stay in Vancouver. Hear you in the fall. Well, if I survive that long, Alan, have a great uh, life. I'm jealous. That's nice. Yeah, that's a good place. Three I months guess. in Vancouver. Three months in Vancouver as opposed to being in that hell hole, like he says. By the way, would you like to hear about the response to my emails to your leader? Oh, you already got one. That wasn't the question. I said, would you like to hear the yes. response? Oh, yes. None. Okay. And there, there won't be any. He doesn't respond. He, he's like an emotional cripple. He doesn't take negatory things well. No, it might take him a while, you know? No, no, it doesn't, it doesn't happen, believe me. And what is he going to respond? About 30 days or something, something like that. Police have arrested a man they said used a taxi cab as a getaway car when he fled a Wachovia bank robbery yesterday, then stopped off for lunch. Diamond cab driver Rene Joseph said he spent nearly a half hour with a man who police said they believed robbed a bank. Joseph said he had no idea the man was using him to get to a Wachovia at 10th Avenue and 14th Terrace so he could rob it. Joseph said he had a nice conversation with the man after he picked the man up from a Winn-Dixie around the corner uh, from the bank around 1 p.m. He walked in the bank around 1.20 yesterday, went up to the teller and said, I need some money. So the teller naturally gave him a withdrawal slip. He said, no, I need some money. So he wrote on the withdrawal slip, I need $10,000. I have a gun. You have 30 seconds. About 30, man. Said Lieutenant Bill Schwartz of the Miami Police Department. The teller handed over two grand, and the robber walked over to a waiting cab. Well, that's, that's bad. You ask for ten, you settle for two? 
Yeah, what happened? I don't know how much money there was, but it was a little shopping bag folded into his pocket, Joseph said. Joseph then took the robbery suspect to Dogma Restaurant, a hot dog restaurant at 71st Street in Biscayne. The man told Joseph to wait as he ordered some food. He ordered two milkshakes and a barbecue chicken wrap and a chicken wrap. All for me! He gave me a $100 bill, and basically he was in a rush to leave, said Mimi Colon, an employee of Dogma Restaurant. Well, she better not start screaming, or they'd call her Screaming Mimi. With the, char the change from the stolen $100 bill, the man tipped the cab driver. Well, that was darn nice of him. Around 5 p.m., a Miami police officer spotted the robbery suspect, Dave Jobson, 45, walking out of a hotel just down the street from Dogma Restaurant, trying to hail another cab. <laughs> Maybe why don't we go back to the bank again? Smart criminal When we did catch up with Mr. Jobson, he already had spent a few hundred dollars, said Willie Moreno of the Miami police. He was arrested, charged with strong-armed robbery. Authorities said he didn't really have a gun at the time, as he had told the bank teller. Over the weekend, another bank robber on South Beach used a cab as a getaway car and was also caught. It's going around, man. It's the in thing to do. Catch a cab, rob a bank. Grab a wiener, a couple of milkshakes. Oh, speaking of shaky, important moment. There's your president. He's in Iraq. The American people are incredibly grateful, he said. To, for what? For all the dead soldiers? For all the dead Iraqis? For all the lies? The American people are incredibly grateful, right. 1,334 votes. Boy, we're sure grateful for that. The calls have been pretty weak, but the uh, website is just its exploding. Hasn't it been? Yeah. yeah. We're on record pace. Yeah, we really are. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Uh, funny that uh, you think Dave Van Boring is boring, but you think uh, George Rodriguez is not. Yeah. You actually endorse George Rodriguez? George Rodriguez do play-by-play -play baseball or you sports? He, you think he belongs? Hey, lost. Take a hike. Dave's boyfriend. Here's the three and one. Encarnacion hits it a ton to left. No doubt about this one. Up, up, and away back into the bleachers. A two-run home now run. That, that's for supposed one to be an exciting call. Yeah, Tommy could have. Tommy could have found a better one there. That's boring. Up, up, and away. It's not like the fifth dimension, man. He's weak. Joe Angel was good, and they screwed him over big time. They screwed him over so they could hang on to Dave O'Brien, and then Dave O'Brien turned around and screwed him back, and went to ESPN. Okay. Yeah, that was that was the current organization's predecessors. That was John Henry, am I right? Yes, you're right. Well, he deserved to get screwed back. Piece of crap. WQAM, hello. I'm yanking it, baby. Yeah, good. Have a good time. WQAM, hello. QAM. What's up, Neil? Yeah. What's the deal, man? Hey, the crap you got to go through for a paycheck. It ain't right. Yeah, I know. WQAM, hello. One second. Sorry about that. Uh, caller, if you called back, was, was pretty much right, Neil. You've changed. You used to speak for the people. Yeah. You think your words would do that. I, I understand it's frustrating, but I watch our president... The caller a couple of calls back. What are you talking about? What caller was that? Uh, maybe a half hour back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A half hour back. He, he was saying that you changed ever since something... Uh, Joyce got on you, and he wanted to get rid of Joyce or whatever. But you no, he didn't say. He didn't that. say. He didn't say anything like that at all. It's not that well, even okay, close I'm to what sorry. he said. I'm sorry, but you have changed. You used to think your words meant something. There's little people like us look up to you to to fight for us. And I think a part of you died with Tiny. Yeah. Oh, here we go with the Tiny guy again. <laughs> oh man, he must be looking straight down again. Oh, you and Jesus. Tiny. Huh? Don't, don't, what did I tell you what? before? What did I tell you before? They're all one note Charlies. They, they don't all. Thank God, play the same note. But it's always the same one. Hey, you asked for it, man. The lines are lit up right now. They're smoking. Well, let's even take your line, line nine. It's always special. QAM. Eddie. Yeah, I knew it. We haven't heard from him in a long time. It's the Eddie guy. You know, something today, Eddie would be an improvement. WQ, let's put Eddie on here for a couple hours. QAM, hello. It cuts your role model. WQAM, hello. And a 
Marlins uh, are in the win column. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. There's your boy, Joe Angel. No, that's uh, that's Dave Van Boring. No, you, 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 you're, you're going to tell me you didn't like Joe Angel. Joe Angel was just fine. I thought Dave O'Brien was better. But, um, yeah. Dave O'Brien is a cookie-cutter piece of crap is what he is. That's, no. And he said, you know what? He was the Clarence of baseball broadcasting. He did to Joe Angel exactly what Clarence did to Duff. Stabbed him in the back. Joe Angel's got more personality in one finger than Dave O'Brien will ever have in his entire putrid body. So he's, wrong. he's just a sterile voice. He's nothing. And the, re no, the reason you're all whipped up about him is because he's because Hank's got you brainwashed. Anybody who's on Hank, ESPN, what, what are you talking anybody about? who's ever been on ESPN I've is automatically a great sportscaster. I've met him personally. So did I. I had him on the, my show on IOD one day. He's got an ego bigger than you got than, than your ass. He doesn't have an ego. He's got a sense of humor. Well, what does that mean? He's funny, and he has a personality. Yeah. And I don't know what he did for you to get all sour on him, but... Uh, he, he stabbed Joe Angel in the back, is what he did. I don't like backstabbers. I like Clarence. Now, even you admitted Clarence stabbed Duff in the back. Did I? Of course you did. I don't know about all that. Yeah, what do you mean you don't know about it? Come on, cut that. Don't quit being such that, a pansy, okay? <laughs> you don't know about it. You know about it. Tommy knows about it. Tommy's writing a book about it. That's right. Tommy knows all about Duff's back. Wrecked him. He stays as far away from it as he can. Okay. There you go. See, there you go again. Cannot stop the same, just like the callers, man. <laughs> Attention, man. 26 past 1 at 560 WQ. It's a summertime. It's the 13th of June. Oh, it's the 13th of June, man. No wonder. It's lucky 13 is what it is. See? No, I don't. Now, who, who's going to be on there with us tomorrow? Not the Beast again. Is he going to be on there again tomorrow? I don't know. Tommy, you going to be in here tomorrow? I'll be here all week. Oh. If you want. Your call, man. Since when is it my call? When did I ever have anything to say about who's going to be in there? last time? So full of crap. Sorry. Yeah, like, uh, I don't want to get into it. Let me, let me see if i got a response to my emails yet from your leader. From your, Well, he's got more important things to do, you know. He's got, he's got to uh, massage Clarence's feet. That's part of the deal, you know, because Clarence, after all, is a handsome young man. 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. If you think you have termites in your home, you need to call Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say. Joe Bell is useless. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. And clueless. You don't have to tent your house and make the whole neighborhood look like the Bartman Bailey folks just came to town. Don't have to worry about poisonous gas, moving out or staying in hotels or motels. You don't have to worry about food or pets in your health. Because the folks at Ridded Pest Control treat your house with this amazing orange oil, you don't have to leave it all. You can hang around. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean scent of oranges for just a few days. It's true. They just deloused George's whole house. If you have a termite problem, call Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tenning, no games, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck, who's a hell of a guy, told you to call 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You're getting it in my hair. Well, I never thought I'd find the kind of ride that I'd be tuning around these two days. Now it's a classic set of wheels fixed up the way a rubber would like it. 
now is the deed of shining in the drivers gold and a dies under my seat. I got some can of liquid cherry, yo. Aw, baby. Coconut, banana, cherry, cherry, and be baby blue. Aw, baby. Shiny little, velvet little, smelly machine. Took the suspension out, so I bounced down the road in a big daddy super highway. Now it's been hard to stop, no big deal. Someday I'll get around to fixing the brakes. A 1979 Mount Catalina. She's so looking fine. Now it's my baby Cadillac. Aw, baby. Coconut, Carnata, Cherry, Cherry, and me, baby. Stop, baby. Shiny little, velvet little, smelly machine. Yo. Got my windows down on a hot summer day Cause the AC don't work no way The sweaty crash fell off seat Stops the smell and gets the dusty working overtime On my back seat you'll find the shiny ground that smell like lime That's my coffee shiny tubers I'll be washing it with Amarillo Aw, oh, baby Coconut, Granada, Jerry, Jerry and me Give it to stop, baby Michael Shopping wheels going over speed bumps ain't too smooth. Ah, baby. Fresh for law interior, they fancy to me, baby. Ah, baby. But I know why Tommy's going to be there on Thursday. He has a long memory. Ruth Chris coming in with the steaks on Thursday. That's right. So there you go. You can uh, bet your life on it. He'll be there on Thursday. In mm-hmm. fact, maybe I'll come on down and enjoy some of that great food, okay? And I'll drop a big load right on uh, somebody's desk. No, no. All for me. <laughs> drop a gigantic load on a couple of people's desk. I'll save up over the next couple of days in some saran wrap. 1,356 votes, man. That, that is impressive. You've got to admit that. That's unbelievable. I mean, we did, we did start with a pretty high total because I think I changed the poll at about, I don't know, 5.30 yesterday afternoon. But even so. Uh. And almost 40% of the audience, as far as uh, all that stuff is concerned, even the icy sleeve they don't want. They don't want no part of that stuff. And I don't blame you. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I was just, just an observation. Yes. It seems like the station has lost a little bit of its flavor ever since they let uh, Mo Howard leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, the, he, he, that was he, the he turning was a, point. He was a far cry better than what they have on there now. Yeah. I mean, a two, two to four is just pathetic. Well, I, I would agree with both those statements. At least we knew what we were going to have on the air anyway. Sure, and he was good for some laughs. Yeah, that's correct. Well, bring back Mo Howard David. It's a little bit too late for that, man. The cat's out of the uh, bag. Too bad. Okay, see. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Yeah, there was some flavor lost. Uh, no, no, I, well, I mean, there was no. some bad flavor in the building as yeah. far as uh, hostility, but as far as on the air, made for a little bit of, uh, you know, like... Do, 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 but inside the building, and again, that, that, should have been, that should have been like lighting off a big signal, like lighting a flare for everybody in the building for this new regime that came in. Because the one thing you never do is you, you, don't let, you don't knock somebody off of there. I mean, unless they're just absolutely trashing the place. You don't take somebody off <coughs> unless you've got somebody to replace them with. You know what I'm saying? That's generally uh, how it works. 
that's the way the radio business works. I'm amazed that this guy, this Joe Bell, has ever even been inside a radio station. I use the term loosely. Of course, he was a kiss. He was kissing it, you know, country kiss. I mean, what the hell do they do but crank out the nose-picking hits, you know. But he, he doesn't understand. He doesn't get it at all. And tomorrow is the 14th of June. Today is the 13th. Unlucky 13 for us. The 13th of June. And they're still doing the old bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, bada bat, bada beep, bada bop, bada beep, bada like that. Like that too. A little bit of that. Now, can either one of you believe that? It's uh, it's shocking. That is the word. So if the audience thinks that I'm like getting a little carried away or getting melodramatic or overdoing it, you're wrong, man. You people are are nuts if you believe that. They they haven't got a clue, and if they do have a clue, they just uh, they can't make it happen. Remember the song, uh, Dialogue by Chicago. We can make it happen. Yeah. They can't make it happen. In fact, we're going to re-record it. We can't make it happen. WQAM, hello. Hey. Neil? Shack, yes, sir. Shack headquarters. Great. Hey, uh, please don't stop with the, the, the mouse stuff, the door-door shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. What did I tell you? Woo. You have to persevere, baby. You plow through 6,000 gone. Of course, too bad the audience can't hear the really good stuff, you know. <laughs> too bad. That was That gold. was good. That was a golden moment. 5670560, oh, pound 560. We just keep plugging away, man. Plugging away. I think Tommy and uh, Josh are going to do the show tomorrow. Yeah, you're out. You're taking a vacation day. I'm going to lay out. Right yeah, taking a sick day. That's sick of Joe Bell. W, by the way, you want to hear his response? QAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Um, can I? Uh, is this Neil? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Hi. Um, I can't believe a different lady. This isn't even the, the uh, pain in the ass lady that called earlier. Oh, uh, nope. Um, I, I was actually just calling to say that I still think you're great. I mean, my parents have been listening to you for forever. and I've For a hundred years. Uh, well, my parents, like, probably since they moved to Florida. Wow. And me, I'm 20, so I guess. You're 20? Yeah. You're 20 and you listen to this show? Oh, God, yeah. do we love you. God, I love you. You're freaking hilarious. I am. I just wanted to ask you two questions. Sure. Who who makes up those songs, like those parody songs? Who makes them up? Yeah, I mean, they're like the funniest part of the show besides, well, like, like, besides me. Old Chicken Neck. Volca Bride has a lot of them. Chicken Neck. That, that's that's really good. And the other one, can, can, can you say that you fairy noise? Can I say it? You fairy. That one? Yes. <laughs> Have a great oh, day. Oh, God, I love that. Me too. See ya. All right. See, wasn't she great? She was. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? 20 years old with a sense of humor. And she wants to hear, you fairy. And loves chicken neck. Maybe with grivenness. Not too much chicken fat, though. Scrape the uh, scum off the chicken fat. Oh, can't say Yeah, we can say that. Uh, you know, the reaction of Tommy, was it yesterday? I guess it was. Yes. Today's Tuesday. See how time flies? Now, this show today has really been like 400-hour marathon. But when a guy said the S-bag word, and we, I dumped it, and you, you got the realization that we can't even say that, I, I think that finally it. opened up your eyes, your ears, and maybe even your Rectum. all your body parts to, to just how chilling things have gotten now under the Joyce and this current regime, this, this spineless regime. Because you, I mean, let's face it, even a child knows there, there's certainly nothing actionable about that word, about the D-bag, about any of these words, you know. Am no, I right? No, you're, you're absolutely right. Is, is it even debatable? And then this is the kind of lawyer I got who's busy looking at Clarence's crotch or whatever he's looking at. Hey, you're worried about Clarence is a handsome young man, and he's going to send them a letter even though they're going to ignore it. Now, you know, the guy that called before is right. i I got to grow my pair back. That's what i got to do. I'm, I'm squeezing them right there. They're still there. A little old and saggy, but they're still there. <laughs> well, there's Rob Marciano. No wonder I was... See that? I didn't even know he was on there, and I'm squeezing. All right. 
Rob, like like anybody, like any of you are going to be like doing Rob Marciano, right? I mean, what are you people crazy or what, huh? You got a chance of doing Rocky Marciano because he can't get away, you know? Well, you he might have a chance. Go to, go to a uh, bar in Naples. Yeah, go to a bar in Naples, a gay bar in Naples, and maybe Joyce will be there. That dyke. That bitch. And there's Rob. The wind is blowing. It's being pushed in from the He's Gulf in Cedar Cave. All you fags out there that want to get a hold of Rob. Now, we have another high tide that's going to come in oh, about no. an hour and a half. And uh, that'll bring even more. Boy, he sure opens his mouth up wide when he talks. You know, makes those strange expressions. See, the problem is, Gary, you kind of see the winds are still gusty here. Well, the wind is blowing a lot, you know. Now, what the hell was I just saying? No, I, I gotta, I gotta find somebody who's gonna go to bat. You know, I gotta, I gotta get a DH. Find a real guy out there who's gonna like put the put the foot down instead of having these silly ass simpering meetings. Oh well, geez, uh, can't you do this? And can't you stop doing that? And boy, Clarence, you sure got a nice package. Uh, whatever the hell. I mean, what is that? Huh? Mincing faggery is what that is. Okay, enough with the mincing faggery. Go out and pick up a few more runaways and leave Clarence alone. Okay, who the hell would want to touch that anyway? Good God. You notice how the beast just said he just lost it when I said that when he heard about that, and that's a true story. Well, you know. <laughs> Oh, my God. The truth is finally coming to the surface, man. The truth is finally coming out. Yeah, I guess it was probably jealousy. The Beast, Robert Grieper, and Clarence, man, they're, they're joined at the lip. The evil uh, triumvirate. The Trinity Broadcast Executive. Yeah, forget about that Jan and Paul Crotch, man. We got Trinity Broadcasting right here. Joy, uh, that, that, but that's not the Trinity. There's two different Trinities. There's Joyce, Joe, and uh, Clarence. But Clarence is the pivot man in both of them, though. Have you noticed? The common thread, he's always the pivot man. Yeah. 142. Now they've got this dark-complected guy in uh, Stein Hatchie. I don't know what that's all about. Who the hell wants to see him when we can see Rob Marciano again? And again, I don't want to start like with a racial thing. You understand that? Yes, you do. No, I do not. It's just that this guy is not particularly uh, interesting to look at. See what I'm saying? Why? Because he's ugly. That's why. Okay? He's ugly. He's ugly. Well, that's why the camera's like... 20 yards yeah, that, away that's from a good right point. The, ca <laughs> <laughs> the camera is like a long distance shot, like they're shooting from the moon, as opposed to Rob Marciano. The camera is like right down his shirt, right down the front of his shirt. Hey, speaking of that, if you love the finer things in life, then you'll love Stogie's, Miami's quintessential cigar shop in Kendall. With South Florida's largest selection of cigars, Stogie's of Kendall is sure to have all your favorites. Stogie's got over a thousand open boxes of cigars to choose from. All your favorite brands are there waiting for you to light up, including Arturo Fuente, Padron, Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and lots more. That copy we had yesterday, man, that was copy from hell. I hope that you find that Craig and tell him to stick it where the moon don't shine. Also at Stogie's, you'll find a large selection of premium cigars at closeout prices, as well as the obscure and hard to find that you won't find no place else. Come into Stogie's today and enjoy a smooth smoke in their wine lounge featuring some of the finest boutique wines from all around the world. And be sure to join Stogie's every Friday for their wine tasting from 5 to 8 p.m. featuring some of the most delicious Bordeaux that France has to offer. You'll find Stogie's at 11612 North Kendall Drive. They're open every day, seven days a week. You can call them to reserve a box of your favorite cigars, 305-598-9820. Don't forget, when you go into Stogie's, say hi to Mario and the girls, Sandra and Yanni, and get you a free cigar today. Just tell them, Neil sent me by and say hi, and they'll give you, they'll give you a free one and a cigar, too. Stogie Cigars, 11612 North Kendall Drive. Call 305-598-9820. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
You see, marketing, baby, he did a hell of a job. 149, 11 before 2. We got Geldy coming up. I'm sure he's going to be talking a lot about those Stanley Cup playoffs, isn't he? Yes, he is. You think? Not. No. Wait till you hear this. Some students are using a new ringtone to get messages in class, and many teachers can't even hear the ring. You heard about this? It sounds like vibrate to me. It would. The ringtone is too high-pitched to be heard by most adults. With it, high school students can get text message alerts without the teacher knowing. The phenomenon is known as aging ear. Well, you know what? Mo used to suffer from aging rear. It's known as age. That's why he was always picking them dingleberries. Phenomenon. Would you stop? Phenomenon is known as aging ear, a loss of the ability to hear higher frequency sounds. It happens to many people as they get older. What? One year, a teacher said a colleague played the ring for a classroom of first graders. All the kids could hear it, while the adults couldn't hear a damn thing. How do you like that? Here's another thing you learned today. First, we got oysters in Apalachicola, and now we got ringtones in uh, the classroom. Oh, the ringtone is a spin-off technology that was originally meant to repel teens. A security company developed the tone to help stores annoy youths loitering in front of their stores while leaving adults unaffected. How do you like that? It was originally meant to repel teens and those sneaky bastards that they are. Now they're using it to their own uh, sneaky advantage. How do you like that? <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. No food today though, huh? No, I brought in uh, brought in some food today. Oh no wonder Tommy sounded a little uh, bent out of shape. You know, if you're going to expect him to sit there, a high-paid guy like him, you're going to have to at least feed him all week, okay? I mean, Ruth Chris on Thursday, that'll take care of that. But don't don't rest on your laurels, okay? Don't worry, man. I I eat pretty much every day. Yeah, me too. In fact, I'm going to start eating. I'm going to start force feeding. I think I'm going to commit suicide by, you know, jumping off jumping off the balcony, the ninth floor. That's not a good idea. You want to know why? Why's that? Because halfway down, you might change your mind. You should go higher. Do you ever think about that? No, no, seriously, you might change your mind on the way down. But with eating yourself to death, man, can you imagine? God, 1,378 votes. That's what you're doing to me, Joe Bell. Okay, you're putting me in a state of sausages, baby. You want me, I'm going to kill somebody. May not be myself. I'm going to kill somebody. 1,378 votes. How much do you care about the Miami Heat? I don't give a Schmidt. 533. 38.6%. I'll watch some. Read the result. 408. Kind of lukewarm. 29.6%. Drop below. About 30, man. I'm a big fan. I'll watch every playoff game. 280. 20.3%. That means I got what? Two more games to watch? I'll read about the scores, but won't watch. 136. And I hate this full 21. So if you add the 38.6 and the 9.8, you got... Uh, uh, something. 47. Look at that. Right, right around 48%. And then the sunset was 47. You can't get statistically much tighter than that, can you? Not really. It's our crowd. They just don't care about yeah. it. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. It's Rick from, from Lennar. You know Lennar Holmes? Yeah, sure it is. How you doing? Yeah. What? And what about it, Rick? It's Rick from Lennar. Yeah, no, it's not. How you doing? <laughs> WQAM, hello. You're a fagula. No kidding. WQAM, hello. I want to take Prozac Ron. WQAM, hello. When are you going to bring back Moen? Please answer me. When are you going to bring him back? Hello? You're going to bring him back? When and where? All righty. <laughs> All right. All righty. I think we hit the, the magic spot. Beckham is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. 
a day plus gas. Well, I rented Lincoln. Cash or credit? I drove up in the hill. You want the insurance? And recall how it happened. Well, it's good luck. It still gives me chill. What a weirdo. Followed my map of star houses. Yikes. And was shocked to see. Sitting on her front porch was Angelina Jolie. Well, I walked up like I knew her. Hey, do I know you? And I saw her hesitate. Hey! But the chloroform started working then for her. It was too late. Put her in my car and rolled the windows down. Now she was my queen and I made her crown. And I've got Angelina Jolie in my basement. I'm in the basement. And I think I'll keep her there with me. And charge her rent. Well, I hope she don't mind. I hope that she'll find that she likes the cement. How wonderful life is with Angelina Jolie in my basement. Well, I'm schizophrenic, horror and manic, but I bet you'd give your nonsense. To have Angelina Jolie locked down in your basement. Hello, Don't hurt my dog. Oh, God, mister. Don't hurt Precious. I'll hurt your dog, mister. It puts the dog in the basket. Bye, bye, bye.